welcome the guys we fuck. The anti slut shaming podcast. Yo, you haven't said I'm Christina Hutchinson. I'm Corinne Fisher. And I'm your boyfriend. Bring us your slutty, your horny, and your shame. Hey, you a slut? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, fuckers, how you doing? Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fucked. It's the Anti-Slut Shaming Podcast. I'm Corinne Fisher. I'm Christina Hutchinson. Welcome to the show. We did it. Uh, you know what to do. You know, you know to follow us on all social media. Uh, I'm at uh, Philanthropy Gal on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. I'm on, at Christina Hutch on all those things. And uh, you can follow us. I'm just going to keep taking lipstick out of my sides of my mouth. Um, yeah. And that's, that's what you get in the video version um, that you were missing before. Um, and... Uh, uh, you can follow nose. us on all social media at guys we fucked without the you and fucked especially concentrate on hit and follow on that tiktok and the youtube channel which is youtube.com slash guys we fucked without the you and fucked subscribing to that is super great and you'll get uh all the content that we're releasing there immediately including mm-hmm. video episodes the week the mm-hmm. podcast episodes wide release which is we started doing that last yeah. week and it will happen again this week and the week after and we'll keep yeah. doing it until something gets fucked up and then you go well, why'd you fuck it up and yeah. I go oh we're just a couple of us running this ship and then <laughs> and then you go but you should have it more well oiled and I go yeah but we're still humans and you know sometimes uh, we can't um, and that's that <laughs> <laughs> man being criticized huh it's so fun Wee! alright um, if you want to send us an email it's sorry about last night's show at gmail.com this writer says I broke up with my boyfriend because of his Dog? D-O-G Capital Uh, Hi guys I'd love to hear Your opinions On this situation I've been a listener Since the start And I feel uh, Versed in Most situations At this point But in this one I truly feel Like I could be The worst person And I'm carrying A lot of guilt And confusion Mm -hmm. I figured Corinne Would have some thoughts About this as a dog lover Christina's jokes About this very thing In the special Sparked my want To email you Thanks for watching The special Uh, I broke up with him A couple weeks ago After almost a year Because I feel like it was very difficult to see my life with him in the future and currently because of how his dog acts. I mean, the first one is enough. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Who also, how old are you? Who knows? Uh, For context, it's a one-year-old corgi that he... Bought, all capitalized, which still to this day bothers me all with right. all of the dogs available in shelters. I really have a hard time moving past this. And we talked about it and he knows it was wrong, but still had the balls to defend uh, nice backyard breeders to me. <laughs> I actually strongly agree with you, but it, this is like one of those things that just annoys people. I also don't think people should have children, though. So yeah, um, during COVID loneliness times, uh, he moved to a new place and had no friends, then had to quarantine. So I understand the want for a pet friend, but the dog is now incredibly codependent and wildly untrained. This is a lot of people's dogs. Uh, He was living in a tiny apartment with this dog and he rarely took him for walks. Oh, that's... That's just, awful. Just took him outside in the apartment oh. yard. Eh, it's a corgi, though. They're not that... They have barely any legs. Um, so yeah, the they're dog, slower than Dachshunds. Yeah. So the dog never really learned to walk well and with distractions. And corgis are herding dogs and chase mm. small animals like crazy. It was a highly controlled environment in that tiny apartment. So I guess he didn't feel the need to train. He crates him all day while he works. And he works 50 to 60 hours Aww. a week consistently on top of the other times he's just not home. It truly feels like animal abuse to me but maybe i'm wrong why does he have to keep the dog in the crate i don't understand yeah because he's too lazy to train it like even if you don't train a dog like if a dog's not a puppy anymore they should just be able to hang out and like 
even if you could just like pad train them if he, he does yeah. or hire a walker to come in the middle of the day there's yeah. so many easy ways to resolve this because the dog will chew oh because the dog will chew things otherwise yeah because the dog has anxiety that's why they're chewing mm-hmm. um he was also sleeping with the dog and didn't have another room to put him in when i was there so sometimes people sleep with their dogs and there's nothing wrong with that yeah but she's saying they couldn't fuck then oh. uh when i came over if i touched my boyfriend i hugged him the dog would jump all over me scratching me okay your boyfriend needs boundaries uh i couldn't lay on the couch with him or cuddle because the dog would jump onto the couch and land on my head and walk uh, all over us until he walked onto my boyfriend's shoulders and licked and licked. That's what Kevin Corgis does. are small but heavy. Yeah. Uh, we couldn't have sex without the dog freaking out by being shut out of the room and I couldn't sleep over with my boyfriend because the dog was trained to sleep with him and not in the crate. So when he crated the dog at night, he would whine and cry all night. When he moved into a bigger house, which I was going to move in with him, God, but the didn't. dog prevented me from doing so. And suddenly the dog had tons of room and a yard to himself. The lack of training really showed up he is a smart dog and incredibly stubborn and would do things to purposely piss me (laughs) off for attention like running into the garage where he wasn't allowed and then when we got him to come inside for a treat he would grab it really quick and sprint back into the garage and repeat (laughs) dogs are so funny that dog is owning you guys um (laughs) I also couldn't walk the dog on my own because he would pull and lay down so many times. I know corgis are small, but they're strong, lunky dogs, mm-hmm. and I have tiny they're hands, sick. and I'm extremely short. The okay, uh, short. You can corgi? handle a corgi, though, girl. The leash gave me blisters from. Okay, now we're all getting Whoa. dramatic. Now we're all being put what? on a, put on gardening gloves. Get an- <laughs> The leash gave me blisters from him tugging so much. I have two cats and I did extensive research about how to get them to live harmoniously. And the dog just consistently went nuts every time the cats were in the house, even locked away. If exposed, he he would do anything in his power to attack my cats. I tried for weeks on end to properly train them to live with each other. And the dog forgot all training every time the cats were around. I never had them in the same room, but the dog would scratch the door with the cats behind it and literally jump over all the baby gates we had everywhere. That's impressive for a core game. Yeah. Um, I think what bothers me more than the fact that I can't come over without getting scratched all over by the dog jumping on me and we can't go anywhere without having to spend 15 minutes to get him into the crate is the principle that, and here you go, that he didn't train his dog for the first year and it was me who put in hours and hours of training to get the dog to leave it, stay, and walk well. Ding, ding, ding. Basics your dog should be taught immediately. When I was gone for a week or so, my boyfriend didn't really seem to keep up with the training and so it felt like going back to square one. He always was very understanding and apologetic but if your girlfriend can't coexist with you because of your dog why would you personally and my boyfriend is very wealthy not invest in training for him or do it yourself other than the dog he treated me so so well it made me sad that something as silly as a dog which girls usually love when guys have dogs is what made me lose interest in the relationship every other aspect of the relationship felt like a dream to me but I just finally lost my interest in trying anymore because it stressed me out too much and I also lost my dad and stepdad recently and I need to do everything I can to remain not stress because of my own failing health. Oh, Um, wow. I love animals, but this dog made me feel so angry and stressed even after all the training I implemented. I genuinely was fearing for my cat's lives even... Never, All right. never fear for a cat's lives. No one, no yeah. one. If anything, that corgi was in danger. Cats would have survived the Holocaust. Um, I genuinely, <laughs> they're fucking like roaches. I genuinely was fearing for my cat's lives, even with all the escape uh, routes we created for them. Of course, every time he came to my place to spend the night, he had to bring the dog too. He started walking him twice a day and it helped a bit with his energy levels, but not really. I guess I just can't get over how I actually feel bad for the dog for being trapped in a crate all day and then misbehaving because I'm not having enough stimuli and training. Mm. It's very unattractive. 
I've done so much research and implemented so much training and I've always communicated my struggles with my boyfriend, but he won't not trap him in a crate all day, even during 12 hour work days. The dog even has his own room in the new house, which we picked out together so he wouldn't be trapped in a crate. But my boyfriend is still nervous of him tearing up carpet or some shit. What are your thoughts? I talk to my therapist, to my friends and family and other people with dogs and tons of form- forums about corgis. But the repeated answer over and over again was either get another dog to get tire it. him out or invest oh. in training or just live separately. Thanks, guys. Love the new YouTube comment uh, content. Okay. Well, you already broke up with them. Yeah. So there's no need to feel guilty. I mean, this could have been the straw that broke the camel's back that his like the what the what his lack of training his dog said about him just really disgusted you. But that means that you, you didn't like you said at the very top of the email. There was two reasons why you broke up with him. Uh, uh, it was very difficult to see my my life with him in the future. I mean, that's not just because of the dog. It could be, though. It could be like after she saw him parent a dog, she couldn't see him parenting a child. Which is, which I understand that. Yeah. Okay. Which I think is like definitely important because that was one of the questions I was going to ask you is like, yeah, do you, are you someone who wants to have a child? Because if you are, this person obviously is going to not hold up their end of the parenting bargain. Yeah. My thing is, if this person was your person, you would have... I think you would have been like, hey, this really bothers me the way you are with your dog. And I love the shit out of you. And I want to make this work. But I have to let you know, like, it's to the point where it's jeopardizing my ability to be attracted to you or to see you as a partner, as like a as a as a as a good partner for the future, as a good place to like, you know, put my eggs in the basket, good basket to put my eggs in or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't want to like, like accuse him openly of like animal abuse, but like, yes, I would say from the uh, based on the information you have given us, I would say yes, this is uh, a, a abusive to the animal because he's in a cage too long. Number one, like a do- like uh, that's too long for a dog to go without even just like peeing. Yeah, there's plenty of dog. You know, most pe- most dog walkers are people who you give a key to and they come during the day, and like that's why like they are in business because people do have to uh, work all day, and so to have someone come you know six hours into it the halfway mark to yeah. give your dog an hour walk makes all the difference in the world even if after and that dog you are recreating them and like yeah. you know it could also be a really big crate like for a corgi especially like you could get a crate that's large enough that feels like I think a lot less uh, like a prison to the dog yeah um, but also you can tell from the dog's behavior that you know it's cooped up all day of course it's going to be anxious and fucking a little twat because you caged it yeah Not you but your boyfriend and like kind of like this codependency this anxiety that this dog experiences like it's the human's job to make sure these things don't happen so like the not training the dog like dogs need to know like what what to what to do they yeah. like having things to do and they like having a purpose yeah um so yeah all these things like he just seems like kind of like a new maybe he's like this is his first time having a dog um and he doesn't right. know what to do but he should be open to uh learning a little bit more um it seems like maybe you're, you're like a little obsessive about it and like a little controlling because in the end like in the end it like still is his dog and even though yes i agree with you that a lot of things he's doing are in quote, like wrong or like not the way you would do things not the way i would do things you still like you know basically walking down the street every moment I see someone raising a child the way I wouldn't raise a child but that doesn't mean like I'm allowed to step in you see what I'm Mm -hmm, saying mm -hmm. you know it's like and also it's just like there's different levels of abuse this is not a level of abuse where I think like you have to call somebody but like yeah do I think like this is not the best way to raise a dog also that you know yeah um and so uh, and ultimately kind of the the problem is he was like putting 
the dog before you and even though I do put my dog before uh, basically anyone I date that seems like not what you're looking for in a relationship so you need Which to be on the same fair. page with that yeah, yeah. Um, and 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 you also said like the dog like uh, the dog oh oh what a silly little thing to like break us up I don't think it's a silly little thing at all it's another living creature that is involved in the relationship it's a very big thing when I adopted Alfred uh, that was a huge point of contention between me and my ex because I did not agree with the way that that he wanted to train the dog and I was like it's my fucking dog I'm paying for it it's mine um mm-hmm. and even though like we agreed that we were gonna share some of the responsibilities like ultimately it's I get the final say in these things mm-hmm. and I basically told him if you like don't want, learn to fucking get along with this dog um a puppy at the time like you're the one who's going and I yeah. made that very clear and he was like okay and like he like asked to have like kind of a day alone hanging out with the dog and then they became best friends you just need to lay down the fucking law yeah you need to lay down that fucking law and Stop and stop doing all the extra work. Like, did, instead of laying down the law, what you did was you just did what, what women, uh, straight women, usually do, which is you did a bunch of work. extra work. Yeah, and then you and and you have nothing to show for it, and the, <laughs> and, and the dog's not any better. So here we are again. You live and you learn. <laughs> oh, we're all on dumb bitch island. We're trying. We're trying. We're trying. This show is sponsored by Better Help. Getting stuff off your chest is incredible. It's so therapeutic. We all carry around different stressors. Some of them are big. Some of them are small. A lot of them are very big. Uh, But we keep them bottled up and it could start affecting us negatively. And then we act like a jerk to the people we love. And we're like, this is not how I want to be. Therapy has saved my life personally. There are so many benefits of it. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Although if you have experienced major trauma, highly recommend. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designated to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you could switch at any time. Finding a therapist is like dating. They're not all going to work out in the first try. BetterHelp understands that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash guys to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash guys. Guys, the weather's getting warmer. It's time to say goodbye to your jackets and all your sweaters. And you got to refresh your wardrobe. Well, luckily... I found Quince, and now you have too, because you're listening to this. Now I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And if you go to their website, the amount of categories, they have travel, lookbooks, men, women, home, babies, and kids – Their stuff is so cute. So I own a couple items from Quince, and one of them is the Italian leather hand-woven crossbody purse in green, emerald, and I get compliments on it all the time. It's a small purse, which I really love because then I don't put as many things in it. Um, Guys, Quince is amazing. They have very luxury items for very cheap prices. Get warm weather ready, baby, with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash GWF for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash GWF to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash GWF. Guys, Atlanta, Georgia, Saturday, September 10th. Corinne and I are headlining. We're going to be, oh, we're doing, this is the first um, experimental leg run, whatever you want to call it, of our theater tour. Uh, we're going to be at the Center Stage Theater. Buy, tickets are available, right? The link is available. Um, I didn't see it yet. Oh, I thought they I thought they sent us the link. Oh, maybe Well, save the date, Georgia, September 10th, Saturday, September 10th, Center Stage Theater. 
Atlanta, Georgia. And um, I have a Patreon, the voices in our head and stuff, but um, I am doing a Kickstarter campaign for my new short film called The Tower. It's a psychological short thriller about 12 minutes long. You can only see the movie if you donate to the Kickstarter. You're going to get an individual link after it's done and edited and out in, um, at the festival circuit. Um, I'm very excited about it, but we need to raise $40,000. So please, I've already put um, a lot of my savings into this movie and I need to recoup it. But also we have a lot of big plans for the film. And it's about um, basically PTSD and how it kind of comes to haunt you as an adult and it chases you around. Um and I'm really excited for you to see it. So um, just go to my Instagram or you can go to thetowerfilm.com. Let me make sure. The Tower Film. Yeah. Is, did I get it right? Yes, I did. The Tower Film. We currently have $11,177 raised, 140 backers. There's 25 days to go. So please, 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 thetowerfilm.com. It means the world to me. You also get really cool perks. I'm not just like begging you for money. Well, first of all, it's um, a tax deductible donation. And then second of all, um, if you donate, not only do you get to see the movie, but you get access to Kevin McAllister Hutchinson's private Instagram account that I've been running for well over a year. There's a lot of puppy content on there and I post regularly and it's just really good. So um do it yeah i just checked um there is not uh, our ticket isn't on the center stage website yeah okay. but maybe the time by the time this airs it will be again just uh, follow us on social media that's the way to get the fastest uh access to ticket links and when we will release and stuff and it is a theater so you're going to want to buy the tickets sooner because there's assigned seating mm-hmm. um and then of course you can check out without a country my comedy news show with shane smith we roast uh the news but are conveying to you real news stories every week that comes out wherever you listen to podcasts on Saturdays, including a full video on YouTube. It's a great way to stay informed and angry and pissed off and active and all those kinds of things. And you can rate and review us and follow us, yes. guys we fucked, on Apple Podcasts. That keeps us in the top 200 of the comedy charts. And as a reminder, as I said at the top of this episode, full video episodes are available on YouTube. YouTube.com slash guys we fucked without the you and fucked. Uh, and those video episodes will be available um, every week, the day the episode goes wide release. Yes. Okay. I'm very excited. All right. How you doing? I'm okay. I'm good. You know, crying and flying. That's my that's my motto. Um, <laughs> um, I, I I've I've you know I've been you know, the, the, it's interesting. I think about a lot of people have talked to me recently about like being too obsessed with self help, and uh, to that I say. There obviously is something that like you see people a lot of times like just read book after book and they're just they're just frantically searching and not really absorbing anything. For me, um, I really like listening to to self-help books, books on bettering yourself to just see most of the shit goes in one ear and out the other for me. But when something sticks and I resonate with it, it's awesome. I use I I use self-help to get to know myself really so I just want to say if you're into self-help um, and people are accusing you of being obsessed with it evaluate that honestly it's I was always like a lot worth... of people as in who like professionals or just DMs uh, everywhere everyone oh. my my friends uh, I've had professionals tell me this um, just like just saying watch it which is you know it's just a warning but um, but I you know it's, it's always good to kind of analyze like am I taking too much of this because thinking about yourself all the time is fucking exhausting and it's tiring and you're, you're going to stay in the bottom of the well if you do that but one thing that I was thinking about lately, because there's still like a hole in my heart from 
this childhood stuff, I guess. I don't I don't even know. Like I guess I always Mike and assume- I have some bad news for you. It's never gonna go away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've heard. The hole just gets bigger yeah. and bigger I was, and bigger. See, I, I look at you and Mike and I was like, should we tell her now? I refuse to accept that. I refuse to accept that. But the thing is the 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 hole in my heart, when I say that, I, I, I mean I've never felt good enough. I've never felt good mm. enough. And I kind of chase these situations ever since I was a kid when I started getting bored crazy I was mm. so boy crazy mm. if you read any of my diaries from middle school and high school which I had oh my god I like poured my soul into my diaries during those times I just talked about boys I was obsessed I was obsessed with who didn't like me and why I was mm. in love with this English teacher first of all I was fucking 13 so th- that's something unattainable and I and oh, I, I realized that's not that's that I think that's very normal though it was it is normal however the level of my yeah. obsession with him was not yeah. uh, it was a little creepy and I creeped him out and people around me swim fan over here uh-huh Wait, so what, how why I would what write was... like KMH my initials loves and then his initials on all my notebooks hoping he would see it um I would I would always I would do every extracurricular and that activity teacher was Crystalia. <laughs> Call me, Chris, if it doesn't work out with your beautiful wife. Um, don't call me. Um, no, but because, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't want that in my life because I'm like better, better person now. Um, but yeah, I've just noticed like, wow, there's this thing. I, I There was an incident that happened at the top of the or at the end of the last week that was just another incident involving my parents where I and I'm and I'm glad I did what I did. I'm glad I conducted myself with like um with like caring I'm, I'm a very caring person And I'm very sensitive And it's really Fucking annoying But um, Showing Showing how much I care Despite being treated Like shit Yeah When it's your parents I'm like I don't want to just Give up on that relationship However yeah. You know I welcome opportunities for them to prove to me that it's just not going to work out, um, which is what mm. I've been doing. Um, but I, I keep going down these roads of like being rejected and I, and I'm basically like just reopening an old wound. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the pattern so fucking obvious. And so at the core of that is just not being good enough. I, and I, I don't know how you, fix that because you can ask me like do you feel good enough Christina and I would say yes but like emotionally I get stuck in these feelings that are I know they're old and they have nothing to do with what's happening present day but I feel as if eight-year-old Christina is just crying in her room and she's scared she can't find I can't fucking get out of it it's really it's really really um it's really annoying but one of the things that I was like you know what I want to focus on the the human body I'm so fascinated by the human body and how brilliant of a design the human body is. And I always have been. And so I've been reading this book that I cannot recommend enough. You know, we, every human being on this planet has, has a couple of things in common, like a butthole. You know, I guess some of us don't have buttholes, but that's a medical issue. Um, regardless of your gender, regardless of your race, regardless of where you, where country you live in, regardless of your political beliefs, any of that, because there's so many things that divide humanity. We're, we're divided over, over racial groups, over what gender we are, over who we voted for, over just countless, countless, countless things that we're always being pushed to fight each other on. One thing we have in common is we all come from a woman. We all came out of a woman's body. And a woman's body, I've been learning by this book called Woman Code. Um, the, the tagline of the book is perfect your cycle, amplify your fertility, supercharge your sex drive and become a power source. It's by Elisa Vitti. I am obsessed. I am very diligently studying this book. This is like my new, um, like kind of how you were with the Amber Heard stuff and you gave like a dissertation. Like mm-hmm. I'm gearing up for that. I, I reached out to the author. I think we're going to get her on. Um, she lives in New York. 
Um, and it's all about hormones. Every person on this planet has hormones. We all have estrogen. We all have testosterone. It is so, it is, I cannot tell you what a fucking confidence boost it is to educate yourself on your hormonal systems. She, one of the things she says, uh, the author says is, Every woman I ask that who comes into my office, I ask them, do you know where you're at in your menstrual cycle? Mm -hmm. You're either in one of four stages. And she said, not one woman I've ever seen in the history of me doing this has known. Mm -hmm. And and you realize we are not fucking educated on on our bodies. We're just not. We get the fucking um, either the absence only sex education or our parents give us a half ass sex talk or we're told we're just told about, you know, how to protect from STDs, how to protect from pregnancy. But women in America miscarriages are incredibly common yeah. they don't have to be but it's not the woman's fault it's there are so many endocrine disruptors is what the the, the author calls but this is what doctors call them things that fuck up your hormones when your hormones are out of sync you can feel lethargic you can feel nauseous you can feel depressed you can feel anxious you can have bad periods you can have acne one of the things that I've that I, a, a symptom that I've experienced my whole life is acne and I'm like and I and it's and it's when I'm in these places Places where I don't feel good enough, whether it's the old fucking wounds getting picked. And then I'm always, always breaking out at the same time. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to follow this clue and actually like get yeah. nerdy about my body. If if you have acne or rosacea or um, what's the other one that's really, really fucking common, the itchy skin, uh, eczema, that means something's fucked up with your liver. Something's wrong with your liver. But it's like these are really exciting clues because they're going to lead you to an answer guaranteed. And she talks about and I'll kind of like th- th- give like a couple not this episode, but like, you know, in episodes um, in the future, like something that I'm learning from this book, like I'll read a little excerpt of the book for you guys because it's super fucking fascinating. There are so many foods that fuck us that fuck our hormones up our blood sugar managing your blood sugar is one of the most important things a woman could possibly do for herself and i didn't well, understand I resistance, so i know that exactly yeah. <laughs> no, it made me think of you a lot because it's like wow you have to be it is it's a science figuring out your blood sugar um but there's some general rules but our hormones control one of the things she said and i was like oh it made me kind of sad because in the mornings ever since i was a little girl i would wake up and I, I, it would take so much to get me out of bed, even as a child. And I, it would take probably about an hour of waking me up to get me out of bed. Mm-hmm. I always woke up super depressed. I woke up, um, even as like a fucking five-year-old, I woke up depressed. Um, I would cry in the mornings. Uh, and I would always feel extremely nauseous. When your hormones are operating at a healthy level, and this goes for any gender, You wake up in the morning and you get a burst of energy. That is what your hormones are designed to give you. Your hormones are designed to help you out. And one of the, one of the things, one of the telltale signs of like, oh, you you know, there's at least something going right, a little bit right, is that when you wake up in the morning, you don't have a problem waking up and you have this burst of energy and you uh, poop within an hour of waking up. And I was like, wow, I have never in my fucking life had that. Pooped within an hour of waking up or had a burst of energy? Uh, Both. Really? Yeah. I love a morning poop. Starts the day off right. You have to. You gotta do it's it. So good. Boop, boop. I've, I've, and if it doesn't come, I just eat an apple. Oh, that's a good trick. Gotta get but it going. No one, like no one ever taught me this stuff. And I, how would you fucking know unless someone teaches it to you? So, um, so I've been doing some of the diet stuff that she recommends, and it's it's basically eating whole foods. But she's like, mm-hmm. if you if you mind what you eat, 
80% of the time, yeah. then your body will have enough force, enough chutzpah to take care of the 20% of the time where you eat like shit or you go out drinking or whatever. Yeah. But like you really got to, I, I used to really detest when uh, a health professional would tell me like, you can only have five drink or like, yeah, five drinks a week, like total. I'm like, bitch, I got to drink five drinks in one night. Um, But it really fucks with your hormones, like going out drinking, having like benders and stuff. And there's ways to make up for that. And it's really like a build up over time. So, man, I've been doing just some of the diet stuff and um, and I've already noticed waking up in the morning, I get a burst of energy and I've shit within an hour of waking up. And I'm like, that is so cool. It's like doing a science experiment, but on yourself. Did she say anything about coffee and caffeine? She did say stuff about she said, don't drink caffeine on an empty stomach because that'll make your hormones go berserk. And I'm like, oh, that's so interesting because. The only time coffee gives me a fucking panic attack is when I drink it on an empty stomach. I just don't. I didn't realize that that's what was. Oh happening. yeah, that's way too much for you. Yeah, yeah, and, and for only, you, everyone, not you specifically. Yeah, 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 yeah. And to only consume like like eight ounces of coffee during the beginning of the day, um, black. But like the, how dairy fucks you up, and also how face creams and makeup and environment like. It's just so hard to get it right. But like, there's there's a lot of things that you can do to really kind of you know lead the charge for your healthy body but she talks about endometriosis getting hysterectomies hysterectomies is one of the most um, popular is the most common surgery performed on women in the United States that is fucked up and the amount of miscarriages that are happening we say that miscarriages are normal but they actually shouldn't be it's because all the the food that we're putting in our body and the environmental factors and the she talks about like ADA and AHA are ingredients where if you see them on the label of a face cream of a lotion of a shampoo or whatever don't buy Buy it. It's an endocrine disruptor and it'll fuck up your estrogen. Mm. A lot of times these creams will make it so that there's not enough estrogen and then it'll build up. And so when you have a breakout or when you're feeling lethargic or when you're consistently depressed, like look to your hormones. There's a lot of good that can be learned. So um, what, what is so it says Alyssa Vitti HHC. What, what does that stand for? Because I'm looking it up online and medically it's just telling me of something about hand hygiene compliance. But that's obviously not what it means. Oh, I don't know. As that far as like, elite, like, um, well, like, like Esquire. Kind it, of it's like some kind of a doctor. I just don't know. Oh, what holistic it is. health counselor. OK, that's why. OK. American Association of Drugless Practitioners. Got it. Got it. Boo. Got it. No, I'm just kidding. Holistic. Uh, um, okay. Yeah. So and she talks about how like I'm on the chapter right now because I haven't finished the book, but I'm on the chapter about sex drive and how um, uh, she said there was a study released that if you show a woman video of animals fucking a video of two women fucking a video of two men fucking a man and a woman sex a woman's body starts showing the signs of arousal. So it's Mm -hmm. like sex is like the like the onset of like seeing sex, even if it's not someone you want to fuck, is going to get your going to get like your body going. And a lot of people she's like, I'm so sick of women saying that um, or people telling women that it's all in your head. Your sex drive is all in your head because it's actually not there there. You know, if your hormones are, are functioning well and at a healthy level, you should be able to have a healthy sex drive and you don't have to fucking, you know. Um, stop thinking of your to-do list in order to fuck. Oh, right, right, um, but right. and she also says one. You know, stress is such a stress fucks up your hormones so much. Yep. And stress is one of a, a lot of reasons why women will come to her and say, "I can't get pregnant," because the stress is just getting in the way. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting. It's very empowering, and it's it makes me. I love. Give me something to do. Tell me exactly what to do. I'm going to do it. And then I see the results. That is in this career. There's not a lot of that. So with health and with your body and with figuring out your diet, the science of your own diet, it's it's cool to see the results because I already feel like my skin's getting better. So, um, yeah. 
It's just cool. So I want to recommend that book, Woman Code. And I also wanted to recommend it. I highly, highly encourage. There's a lot of men who are subscribed to Luminary, a lot of straight dudes. You messaged me. You made yourself known. Thank you. I appreciate you. I see you. Um, I think it's really worth. I mean, I'm going to educate you about this stuff in the coming in the coming weeks. But um, I think it's worth every person. If you have sex with women, if you're bisexual or straight or you're a gay woman, Fucking read this book. It will really help put things into perspective um, because she's she gets down to such a specific science with where you're at in your cycle to the point where it's like you can make decisions during uh, the in, you know, the best way in this part in your cycle. You should eat this in this part of your cycle. Like it's really you can get really nerdy about it. So it's exciting. So my new venture is to stop fucking thinking about my goddamn self and start thinking about my body and how I can best support it. And piggybacking off that and and women's health in general. Um, so I think I was just doing research and kind of like I go down uh, like rabbit holes of um, how like fame and celebrity affects people and especially like the culture of influencers that we're in right now because I'm very fascinated by it, uh, both the positive aspects and the harm it does. And something led me to an article about um, an internet, like a, she's a YouTube star, I would say, and her name is Eugenia Cooney. Um, and she she is, for lack of a better word, dying before us um, okay. as a result of a, an eating disorder. Oh. And when I came across this article, I had never heard of her before. I was not familiar with her work. Um, I started following her. Um, she's 27 and, and American. And I, I started following her immediately um, just because the conversation was basically about how her fans are like kind of like like in not in any way like supporting her or trying to help her it was kind of just like they're all kind of watching as she wastes away Ugh. um and i mean this she is you i there's reddit threads about how she's still alive that's how bad it is and to me it's like the government isn't stepping in her parents um mm. especially her, i saw her mom do like a youtube video with her and from what i've gathered um seem to be like doing nothing about her state and i don't know again i have to look into more like the legality of stepping in when someone is like actively dying of an eating disorder um because I don't know how you can like what you can do to force someone again. I was just kind of starting with like looking up how to speak to someone uh, when they have an eating disorder, because that's actually not something that I've really experienced firsthand a ton. Mm. Um, and, you know, just ha sometimes just having a blue check mark um, next to your name on Twitter. Sometimes people will read your comments first. So I was like just trying to like be like, hey, like we're concerned about you. Uh, are you OK? Hope you're getting the help yeah, you, you want. Because to me, it's like once you know something like this once you know that someone is like actively struggling not getting the help they need uh they're almost like monetizing their imminent death mm. what like how can what you, you not step in and say something but also like i don't have direct access to all these people so i kind of just wanted to bring it up number one if anyone's been following her and can educate me like a little bit uh faster mm. on it because you know obviously with like an influencer you have to kind of like watch the videos go down these like reddit holes um and then also like if there anything that we could do as a as a group because i mean she has she's a large following but it's not so large that guys we fucked can't kind of match it yeah um it just seems like it seems like one of those things like we're just after you find out how can we not like do everything do so, yeah. we can because it's like i mean we there's like i it's like it could be a matter of days like honestly Damn. um and i don't exactly know what there is to do and and, pe and people have kind of like re re replied to me being like you know no one 
she's not doing anything. She's not getting any help. And I guess ultimately that is her choice. Um, but I don't think that I wouldn't imagine that that's the way she would actually want to go. I'm guessing yeah. something is like pretty wrong. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I just wanted to bring that up because uh, it's something I've been thinking about this week. Um, oh, also. That fucking chick is still in Russia, isn't she? Uh, Brit- yeah, yeah, yeah Brit- Brittany. Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner. Yeah, I, bet, I think. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, Roxanne Gay was kind of tweeting about it because there was Fuck. part of the dialogue at one point, because we talk about this a lot on Without a Country, part of the dialogue um, was for a moment that we should stop talking about it because that was letting oh. Russia know how much, like, how valuable she was to us and that only made them want to keep her more. Oh. But Roxanne Gay actually just tweeted the other day that we should keep her in the yeah. conversation, which was kind of my um, assessment of the situation. Um, and that we should keep being loud about it. Um, and she's like had no contact, I believe, with like friends or family. I think she's what only like fuck? maybe. Uh, and again, don't don't quote me on this, but the last article I read, I think she was only uh, able to like contact her legal professionals by email or or let like something like that it was like very she has very very limited contact with people and so her friends and family don't exactly even know what's going on Jesus. and the government has kind of been yeah being russia's weird and hush hush about it she both, both the american government and the russian government yeah Ugh. yeah Damn. um but on a yeah. lighter note, I did try to masturbate the other day, and <gasps> I went through a catalog uh, in my mind. Uh, I had a, it literally took me thirty minutes to even think of someone <laughs> that I could masturbate to because I fucking hate everyone I've ever had sex with so much at this point. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just like yeah. it's just like honestly, like social media in this way is the downfall. Like you don't need to see every thought that someone's uh, that been inside you has ever thunk. Like it's unnecessary, and it's and it makes well, you just like hate them. Well, I don't. You don't look. Then don't look. Right. It just comes up and like everyone mm. gets upset like upset i mean i try to mute everyone but yeah. it's just like you'll just come across things and you'll just be like ugh. you forget about some of them too sometimes say ah damn i thought i had you muted ah ah yeah yeah so it literally it took me 30 minutes to think of one guy that i wasn't actively <laughs> like disgusted with as a human i actually talked in therapy this week uh, i was just like i'm having i am like having a hard time being attractive attracted to men and i know yeah. that's like a weird like uh, no, like a, weird. A, like a lol angry feminist it's like yeah things like that are what made me not attracted to you so go fuck yourself yeah um, yeah when you're constantly disappointed by a gender it's really hard to even though you know that not everybody in one gender acts a certain way when you've just been bombarded with one certain way it's hard to fucking get horny for that yeah, I just think it's like no no coincidence that a lot of my female friends have tried to fuck women recently. I want to, it's honestly. And also, too, I'm like, man, I fucking, this wasn't even in college. This was after college. I dated chicks. Like, I had dating app profiles for women, and I went out on dates with women. I was just, like, so fucking nervous, and I didn't know what to do because I didn't understand, like, what the like what were our gender roles because we're both the same gender so i don't know who should lead this because somebody's got to fucking lead it and right I, I don't know and we were both like the two girls that i like dated briefly this one girl Brittany, who i went to college with i was just like i don't know what to do here so i just stopped but i was so young that i'm like mm, you know what i kind of want to do it again so there you go. If there's a you know a a, a a nice bachelorette who I you know you're gonna in, get in New York flooded. Based. I don't <laughs> care. And you know what? Flood flood my DMs. Uh, ask me out if you want to ask me out. But like, be cool. I'm great. And if I like you, I'll fucking who cares? We'll go on a date. Don't. Well, maybe I shouldn't have said that. But you know, <laughs> whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? If you catch my eye, you catch my eye. You know what? Dudes do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Mikey's fucking DMs are flooded. Are. And I want to act I want to act like that. I want to act like a straight man in America. I want to yeah. fucking I want to 
I want to say, you know what? My DMs are open. I don't want to see a photo of you naked. Um, I want, I would just want to, you know, what do you have to offer? What do you, what would you, where would you, I'll do my own dating show. If you were to take me out on a date, what would we do? At Christina Hutch. Cause I really, I really, um, want, um, to find somebody that I vibe with. I just, that just sounds so nice. Wow, you're getting lesbian already. <laughs> this is someone I vibe with. <laughs> I, I do have to say, the I guys enjoy we eating pussy. Effect on the uh, DMs is it's it's, it's real. real. The yeah, it's real. It is, it's real. The guys we fucked effect. How oh. many? D- how many? Like every day? Like what? What are we talking? Like how how flooded are you? It depends. I think that there is. You know, there's an other inbox, right? Yes. Okay. Good. And that that has. I usually I usually let that one go. That that oh, one gets Mikey. You could be missing out on some love here. I've looked. I've seen some, okay. and they're they're you're usually like, yeah. they're very nice. And Other I appreciate for a reason. It, you scroll fast, you only see the blue checks. <laughs> yeah, not even the blue checks. It's just kind of like you know. There's there's a there's a handful of girls that are like very consistent. That that like hit me up kind of consi- or reply to my like my oh, stories yeah. Yeah, consistently yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Do you reply to them? Yeah, there's some girls that I kind of like I flirt with and then there's some yeah. girls that like I follow through with. So it's- Can I say something that you said this the during it was a private conversation wasn't on air but earlier today about your age range? Or, oh yeah, you know, sure. oh, yeah, yeah go ahead. I have this thing because I'm like I'm I'm not going to go back on the dating apps. That's why I'm soliciting your DMs um, because uh, I almost wish and I know this is going to get into murky territory with like R Kelly shit, but that age wasn't listed on it because we men and women and in between form judgments based on age that just have nothing to fucking do with the person. Like you got to get to know somebody. I judge this shit out of you based off of how old you are, and it's not fair because it prevents me from actually getting to know you. So um and. So I was asking Mike, I'm like, what's your age range? And he goes, you know what? I actually just, I'm not mad. I, I just extended it. And I thought he was going to say to older, he goes to younger. And I'm like, oh, what a hero. <laughs> but I didn't, but I didn't dial my, I just went from I 22 didn't... to 20. No, well, no, no, but no, no, you, you said something, you said younger women aren't as jaded. And I was like, you're right. But like, but like, I worry that that's going to get held against me in this dating app atmosphere of saying how old I am. And that, and I'm like, that's why, honestly, one of the many reasons that dating a chick sounds so exciting is because they don't fucking judge you like that. But Not- Mike says women, old, younger women are as jaded. The way I would say that if I was writing the book was, yeah, older women aren't as naive. So no, it's all behind the That's no, what I thought. Because what I said when I talked to Christina Mike about it. Mike needs a dreamless woman like the rest of the straights. <laughs> the, 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 part, the part that Christina's leaving out is that I said, Sorry. I corrected when I said that old, older women are jaded. And I said that older people are jaded. Right. I think people that get into their 30s and are still on dating apps and dating. like they, they It's have almost just, like dating apps are not for 30-somethings. Chicks or something. I don't know. I, I just think you've gone through so much more. You've, you've had a relationship that you thought was going to be the one that failed or you're or maybe you're still single because you are men and women like a serious workaholic and you right. don't actually know how to make space for somebody else yeah like there, there's a lot of reasons why i think somebody ends up being in their 30s and still on a dating app and i don't think it i think that's the jaded 30s aspect isn't that old though. it's yeah. not I, I know it's not but it's still just sort of like um there's there is you're more romantic about love i think when you were younger that's yeah, how i dumb. personally not me. feel you're dumb maybe not me i'm romantic about love till the day i die baby listen and no, give me that love it depends because i was also like when i think back i was also like pretty disinterested in dating in retrospect in my 20s i just like th- 
like thought maybe I would get over it, mm-hmm. you know? Right, right. So I was like, oh, this is probably just like a phase I'm going through. But then it turns out I'm just actually disinterested in dating. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's different. I, I, when I was in my twenties, even though I was like, like single for most of it till I, I had that like one re- like serious relationship, I was still romantic about the fact that like I was going to meet one yeah, of these Yeah, that one women. relationship fucked you up. It really did. One. It did. Right. It, well, you don't think so? Are you being sarcastic? No, I'm, yes. It really did. That's why I'm joking. Up. I'm like, how many have relationships that I uh, go through and it took that long to like really like be like maybe it's not for me right. and one you, one bad one and you tapped out right well and that's the thing it's like so who's Jane well, now that, bitch <laughs> <laughs> ooh tables have turned but I'm, I'm, I'm in I'm on my thir- in my 30s on a dating app this is the whole point yeah this is proving the theory I'm one of the jaded people <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm not right right right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean well the, yeah the trick is to like to recognize if you're jaded recognize it and you gotta work through that because Try, I don't, no one wants it, it, and it's a it's an effort, man. Yeah. It's a re, this, the, it's a real effort. You really got to work hard, and you got to put your happy. You got to be bold. You got to boldly attack going after your own happiness. Well, you um, just, which you, is what I'm trying to do. You can't bring you can't. You also can't like harbor the disappointments that you have from other relationships. Yeah, and then like and then spill them on new people right. because like that's one thi- like thing like, we've talked about on this show a lot is that I would always get mad at people for being angry at me for something some other woman did to them. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? Totally. yeah, and it's just like can't project. What? Because yeah, like the anger yeah. in my heart that I have towards men is 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 more of a, it's this it's a larger societal treatment of women. Yeah. The the things that happen in sm- on a small level in a relationship that's my responsibility to find a singular. I, all I need is one, like a singular person who is not doing those things, and that is is doable if I put work into it. Yeah. I yeah. just realized I was like, I'd just rather do other things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't know. So we're all trying, guys. We're all fucking, yeah, figuring it out. There we go. Well, you know who else is trying? Our this guest. week's guest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, guys, he has a crowd work special out on YouTube right now. It is called Enough About Me. He's a stand-up comedian, longtime friend of us and the show. Please give a warm welcome to Eric, Eric Newman. You were always running. Time was never far behind. Always chasing something Guess some things don't come back around Never fell for nothing Fools, jokers, men alike Christina has a very, very nice manicure that hopefully will be, that's being recorded so that people are going to see it. Wow. Yeah. Wow, you are more boring when the, yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, did we start? See, just naturally, I just naturally become yeah, fucking lame. Like. Aaron 
boring ass Newman. Newman. <laughs> oh gosh, Eric. Hello, Eric Newman. How are you? Hi, Corinne and Christina. Hi. <laughs> so nice to see you guys. You as well. All right. How so you Eric, doing? Yeah, Eric is a longtime friend. He's one of the first people I met in comedy. Uh, his arms are peeling. That's my arms are definitely sun, peeling. but you're not tan. That's so I'm funny. Not, no, 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 no. That doesn't happen. I just peel. You I just become peel. red. I peel, and that's that's wow. it. That's the process. I feel like being pale. I also you have to you have. To, I don't. I try not to get to the level of peeling because it's very dangerous for your skin. But I uh, well, then I have to go to the hospital immediately, and we can't finish well, this. No, every every like, peeling sunburn, like yeah, really like intensifies your risk of uh, skin cancer. And I know you. And I know you're a fucking neurotic. So Jew. why would you open with that on your podcast? Well, we're just what trying to know? save your life. We want to spice it up. But what if my life can't be saved in the next forty five minutes? Can you just wear sunscreen from now on? Okay. Nothing you can no. do. But yeah, you right right now. But yeah, you have to be more careful about that. That's crazy. I know there's a little much. <laughs> we have to, in life. There's so much to worry about, isn't it? So exhausting. It's crazy. But you know what? I've been so bored lately. I've just been peeling it off myself. Oh. No, but it's fun. Why don't you fun. just dip it's your fingers fun. in Elmer's glue and peel it off like a normal person? Yeah, I haven't. You know, I haven't used Elmer's glue in probably twenty years. That's good. You're an adult. Yeah, sure. you know, if you're yeah. just crafting on the weekends. Yeah, yeah, that'd be. I mean, that'd be fine. But you know. <laughs> I get why you're not using it. Oh my god! Weird if you saw me at a cafe, you were passing by, and you just saw me like squeezing glue out of a thing as a 34 year old man. Yeah, honestly, with the times we're living in, I'm like that makes sense. We would get it. Yeah. Do you ever see somebody like painting or drawing, and you're like, that seems so fucking relaxing right now? Yeah. Absolutely. God, I haven't experienced that level of relaxation. It's just a pen and paper away, you know. Yeah. So you're not doing anything to to like help yourself relax because you do seem like it. You run on edge. That's one thing. The first thing I noticed about you, you're. Eric Newman, seemingly normal guy, and then you have a conversation with him at the cheese plate at Broadway Comedy Club, and you go, "Wow, he is Yo, running." Corinne's from a favorite, <laughs> Corinne's favorite story to tell, and this happened at. Remember when we did those rooftops at, at New York, yeah, like yeah. for a while during the pandemic? Do you guys remember the pandemic? No, I do. So um, there was this period of time where the world. No, but so Corinne goes in front of like twenty people. By the way, she did the bigger the crowd, the better for this moment. This is my favorite. Yeah, this is true. She goes, you know, when I first met. Eric Newman, I was really attracted to him. <laughs> and and you know right away, right away I'm like, the end of this sentence is gonna, gonna fucking murder me. Yeah. Murder my signature Corinne move. Yeah. And then I talked to him for a minute and I was done for life. That's yeah. essentially it wasn't that I had my that fill me. for ever. You act like I would just say that to ever. a regular guy who wasn't a comedian. We have to keep into <laughs> keep into the context that this is the way comedians speak was, to each it other. It was amazing. Thank no, God. I, I this is kind of isolated information that takes women. Down. <laughs> so you're not an ally. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, but I mean, yes, comic. I did say that, but also the way comics speak to each other off stage would kill most audience members who are already complaining. Oh, <laughs> by the way, I found it fucking hilarious. Good. I so why are you running on edge? Why are you so on edge, buddy? I'm actually starting. I was talking to my therapist, who I see twice a week, to give you an idea. Of wow, what my life's yeah, like. been there, my friend. Twice. I have, have you done oh, the twice a week? Oh, I should be doing twice a week now, but yes, I have. How how long did you run that uh, streak? I guess I'm about curious. a month. Okay, I've been doing it for a year and a half. Wow, yeah, did I'm, something happen? I don't know. I mean, but I, yeah. Well, people, to have, right? People are like, if nothing there... happened, I'd be very alarmed. <laughs> um, I went through a breakup, so it was like kind of a crash. That was uh, it? therapy thing. But that yeah, but triggered something years. that was deeper inside of you, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah the whole yeah. thing triggers. But 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 it was six It was six years. Yeah. yeah, was, yeah, yeah I was going to say, you were in a pretty re- serious relationship. I had a mental breakdown after my seven-year relationship. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that when you did the one month, two days a week in therapy? Uh, it was a little bit after that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was still running from it for a while. For about a year after, I was like, I'm great. And then... 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah I never even had that. I'm um, great moment. Like mm, I was okay. like, I'm, I'm in terrible shape though. Aww. But it was, it was more that like, I learned a lot about myself in a relationship. Um, that, um, that, that I just didn't know. Yeah. Relationships are honestly some, some of our greatest teachers and a lot of the flaws or false beliefs that we carry about ourselves. It's so fucking annoying that this is the case. They are magnified in a relationship. Yeah. And it's like, you want to be vulnerable. You want to be honest. You want to be, and then it's just so scary to do so because you're seeing parts of yourself that you don't like. Yeah. And, and, and the thing was, is like, I, like, I had no idea my parents' divorce affected me at all. Like people, mm. you know, in movies, they'll be like, Oh my God, the worst day of my life. My parents got divorced. Yeah. And they're like, they're like inconsolable and I'm just yeah. like stop being a pussy like, yeah, yeah. like your parents mm-hmm. got divorced relationships don't work out I was like joking through the whole thing and seemingly didn't get affected at all and then when my girlfriend wanted to get married I was like oh shit like wow it hit sort of just hit me all at once so that's what the breakup was about the fact that you didn't want to get married yeah I didn't I wasn't like ready to commit I I just like wasn't ready to do it weren't ready to commit even though you already spent six years with a person which one could argue is a commitment it is a commitment but I wasn't like a full like I wasn't at peace with the decision Mm, like it was never the decision was never fully made it was like I think I'm gonna do it I think I'm gonna do it but like I'm having these doubts but I think I'm gonna do it I should do it she's great but like it was was, should Should is a risky word to incorporate with a relationship. Yeah, the way men look at marriage, it's so interesting because all the conversations I've had with my male friends who, you know, end up proposing or are now married, it's very much the same, like, word usage, which is so different from how women, it's like, I should, she's wonderful, as if it is, like, kind of like a... convincing themselves. Or if it's, like, a generic, it could have been anyone who was great, basically. (laughs) It's like, whereas I think a lot of women see things as, like, he's the one, this is the guy, I am marrying him because very he specific. is specifically him rather than because he is good and f- like checks all my boxes. Yeah. But I, I think like that even is a little gray because like I actually look at my ex as the one just maybe perhaps at the wrong time in my life. Like, mm-hmm. like it's nothing. It really had nothing to do about her. It just like was she sort of came along at a time where I was like really developing as a human as a young boy. Uh-huh. Um, but, but yeah, but I think that, I think that like added to a lot of, like, I don't look at, like, if I get married one day, which I hope to, like, I I don't think I'm going to be like, oh, this girl was better than her. Mm-hmm. I just think like I was more settled. And I there's nothing more, you could do to resuscitate the, the relationship the with relationship. your ex? At this point, I think she's dating somebody. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'm blocked on everything. Mm. It's hard to find so out. So it ended well. Yeah, it was weird. I was like, we were like hanging out and still like getting dinner and like sometimes oh. hooking up and not hooking up. Yeah. And it was like brutal. Blurred lines. Kind of for both of us. Like, yeah. Brutal for me. Like I would like, you know, I was single technically. So like I was like dating a yeah. little bit, like going on dates, nothing serious. But there was no chance of me having feelings for anybody else while I was still hanging out. Like this yeah, just Yeah, because we're still grieving this yeah. loss. And also, yeah. well, you weren't allowing yourself to grieve yet because you were still hanging out. Would you exactly. say? Is that more accurate? Yeah, okay. yeah totally. There was absolutely no space in between the hanging out and the breakup at that time. No, no, there was. There was like maybe a month or two where we didn't were you, talk at were all. Were you cold and talk? Okay. And then you came back she, together. Yeah, she hated me. I also got caught doing something bad at the end. What and, was uh, it? Sexting. Uh, were you still together? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. That, that's what when initially- When it's faded apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's when your body or your dick maybe is going like, we're out of this, buddy. You might not be ready to be out of yeah. this, but we're out of this. I did that too. The last, the last 
the last day of my seven-year relationship, I had sex with somebody else. Wow. Yeah, but I, I already knew. I was like, we're done. And yeah. my my brain and heart couldn't make the decision, so my body was like, all right, we'll do it for you. And then I was like, I can't live with myself, so we're broken up. And I and I naturally believe that unless you're like a horrible person, which I, I like to believe the people who I surround myself with aren't, like, I don't think you want to cheat. I, no, I yeah. I, I think you like to – I think ideally – I mean, there are people who have like different levels of like what they need and what they want. But like I do think like ideally everybody wants in theory – that one person who could keep them satisfied enough to like not fuck around, you know? Yeah, but then is that other person's responsibility to keep you satisfied enough so you don't fuck around? No, it's your responsibility to appreciate that other person enough right. so you don't fuck around. Yeah. Also, I, I feel, I mean, I feel yeah. like the sexting at the end of the relationship or any like kind of dicking around at the end of a relationship that it's like almost like a little self sabotage because breaking yeah. up with someone is difficult. The hardest thing in the world. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's it, like we don't want to do it. So it's like, okay, well, if I fuck up, then kind of like what Christina said, I have no choice have to but to do it. Right. Because right. then you're you, then like you feel guilty, your ethics, your morality comes into play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the thing was, it was like crazy. Like I tell my therapist this two days a week, soon to be three, maybe. Um, oh my gosh, three! That's do you think that's overdoing it? I tell my therapist on a daily basis that um, no, I'm just gonna um, imagine I just keep adding days. Like next time I come back on the <laughs> four podcast, four days a week therapy I'm like, is I'm going doing daily. twice a day. I do 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. <laughs> oh, we take man. a lunch break and I go. Back. There's actually uh yeah we're. Uh, she lives with me, um, and I got her a room. It's my mom. <laughs> it's my mom. It's my therapist. I could see that with you, Eric. <laughs> oh. Damn it, Corinne. You're right. God damn it. We'll get I into that in a moment. <laughs> um, uh, but but no, I think like like with her, for example, like I like I realize like I'm not okay with cheating at all. Like, and that's not. I mean, you could like debate on what, either end. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think it's really a bad decision. But yeah. how did that come up? Did someone cheat on someone? In the relationship, I mean, sex. I mean, sexting. Oh, is- oh, 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 oh. That, so, ju- so, just that. Yeah. I mean, it, it it's sweet because I mean, there. How many relationships <laughs> do I wish sexting was the only other thing going on? Yeah, you I know. know. You, I know. You know, and and I. Th- but I think that that really speaks to like your character that you were like ashamed to say that at the end of the relationship you were sexting. Yeah, yeah. and it wasn't supposed to. Be, it was only at the end of the relationship because I got caught sexting. Right. So, oh. so, so she, we were living right. together. I got caught. She, it, what, the relationship wasn't on the outs. It has to be if she, if she was looking. Because how did she? How, so how did she? she catch a woman you? doesn't no, look unless she suspects. She didn't look. The fucking girl sent her a screenshot of oh. the message. Some waitress. Oh, I was, the some, girl t- told on you. It, it was a waitress. I, I literally have prided myself. I've never fucked a comic. I've never had sex with a comic. That's wow. not impressing us. That's not impressing <laughs> it's not? us. No. no, Eric. No. How is that not impressing you? There's some hot female Someone comics. Needs I think you're to idiot fuck for us. Yeah. No. Exactly. Because look at this. Then I fucking see you for the rest of my lives and shit's so? weird like, no it doesn't have to be weird it's only weird with that attitude yeah whatever <laughs> I, <laughs> how, I thought i was doing the noble thing and you guys were like you're a piece of shit for no, not fucking all fake, the female no, you're creating a fake rule with yourself and a fake nobility I'm not, Just I'm not open do what you want to do because you want to do it not because it's going to make you look a certain type of way it's so if about, you don't want to fuck comics you, oh, absolutely i totally hear it's not you. about looking a certain type of way it's yeah. about feeling like i don't want to get to the comedy club and be like so then that's this fine. is fucking weird so you that's know? the reason okay but I'm not saying I'm not open-minded to it. I mean, ah. yes, we could all fuck at the end of this podcast, blah, guys. Blah, all right, blah, we could all have blah, sex, blah. all of us. Yeah. Um, no, but the thing is, is like I realize. So, so whatever. So I did that, and then it was a waitress in Philly or whatever. So we didn't even have sex. We didn't do anything. We just like sexted, and then she got mad at finding. I lied though. I said I was single. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's fucked that's, up. You yeah. shouldn't lie. Yeah. You should be honest. Yeah. So I fucked up, and then 
it came back at me and she yeah. sent screenshots to my ex. Huh. It's interesting because we usually don't recommend that the girl, when the girl finds that out, like that she does that. But she did that and your relationship ended. And would you say that was the better choice? I think that I needed to figure out what was going on. And yeah, like, yeah. So, so I think we could have worked on it given that year that we were still hanging out and you know right, watching right. movies and going to dinner and stuff. Well, that I, also speaks volumes about your about about your girl, your ex girlfriend, because many times the reason we don't recommend that is also because the woman in the relationship often overlooks or doesn't believe the other woman. So it's just kind of like a yeah. mess for it's a mess for ladies overall. Yeah, although a screenshot you can't really fuck with. But your girlfriend, right. but you know, so your girlfriend obviously like respects the opinions of other women. Good on, oh, no, she yeah. definitely good on her. She goes, no, no, she goes, uh, the other girl goes, oh, I'm happy to discuss over the phone if you want any, have any questions at all. It was a professional fucking (laughs) like like exchange. Like, if you have any questions, please feel free to contact me. And she was like, yes, I will definitely use this number right now. And she called her and they like talked about everything. Like, wow. Wow. So so wait, (laughs) how did your girlfriend at the time let you know that she knew? I was in a park. It was on Rosh Hashanah. Yes. Oh, what, what? Of course, the, the biggest Jewish holiday is going to be ruined for me, Corinne, nice. right? For something I well, did. Well, you know, right? yeah. you ruined something for her. She uh, ruined something for you. No, yes. Tradesies. And she had like she had like cooked this like amazing dinner oh. uh, the night before for like my my uncle who flew in from Israel. Like, wow. like it was fucking. Damn. I was a real piece of shit. Wow. And, uh, yeah. And and this had no this had happened like previously. It wasn't then, but then I was like walking in the park. She went back to her mom's house for like i don't know to spend the day or something see her nieces and i got a yeah i got a screenshot i got a text and uh she texted it to you she texts she goes what the fuck is this yeah and i was like well here goes the next few months for me right there you see it and you go the next few months for me are going to be fucking rough were you were you at all worried that the that this was going to get back to your girlfriend or did you feel confident at the during the sex thing that this was never going to get back to her i didn't think it was going to get back to her but i also didn't think like how did she find out you had a girlfriend Instagram, Instagram interest, Instagram or something like that. Yeah. And I like men are so sloppy. With they the really with are. The you guys suck at cheating. We're we're really bad, and um, it also just sucks to cheat. Like, yeah, it sucks what, because you're being immoral. You're fucking lying to somebody lying. you love. It's just exactly. bad all around. It's the worst. You're and lying the, to yourself. And how much I like hurt her from it. And how much I got hurt in turn. I was like, this is just, this benefits Not worth nobody. It. Nah. Yeah. I like, just be single. Like, if you're going to fuck around, just fucking be single. Right. Like, yeah. Right. You didn't even get sex out of it, Eric. Exactly. I know. <laughs> you just got dangled in your fucking face. Right. I huh. masturbated and got caught. Oh, my, yeah, my, yeah, my, yeah, my, my fucking, my, I jerked off and ruined my relationship. Yeah. You could have just gone on OnlyFans. You know what I mean? <laughs> and paid for it. So funny. So stupid. Yeah. Were you and your girlfriend having sex at the time? We were, yeah. I'm, I always, like, we always had amazing sex. Like, I really enjoyed it, like, all yeah, the time. Yeah, that's but, what like, makes a relationship able to last that long. Yeah. <laughs> it's and, a good and sex. I, like, and truly, like, I love this girl. Like, I, I will for the rest of my life. Like, yeah. I was asking my uncle the other day. I was like, do you think I'm going to ultimately think, like, like looking back 10 years from now, am I going to think, like, oh, I did the right thing or oh, I regret it, I missed her? And he's like, why not both? I'm like. Yeah, you're true. Ambiguity. People are uncomfortable with ambiguity. It's very we are very used to black or white thinking. Like something is either good or bad. We are either evil or good. And it's like, no, that's not the case. People are layered. It, it, layered, exactly. And so and are situations. It's always shades of gray the entire fucking way through. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think a single thing in my life has been black and white at this point. Yeah, Do you? it never is. It never no. is. But what does it mean you did the right thing? Because it basically you just you just sexed it and got caught. So it wasn't like it's you didn't actively do anything. You passively did something, if anything. I could have. I, I think, and this is what caused more friction was like she i think was able to probably eventually work on it like 
like if I were to step up to the plate and be like, I made the worst decision okay, of my life. Gotcha. Like, let's get married. Let's work on it. Like, you know, <sighs> like I think I think it's something that I that we could have worked towards and made healthy again. Sure. But I I was more concerned with why I was doing it. Yeah, which you should, which you should be because people, yeah. you know, when you most people come into a romantic relationship, especially like straight couples, I feel like with with some holes to patch up. And when you patch up your holes with another person, it's yeah. it's a recipe for disaster because the second one of you guys betrays the other, you're like Oh, I don't want this because I don't want you to be my sustenance for like my own self-confidence and my own whatever, my own source of love or whatever the fuck it is. So right. you got to build a solid foundation within yourself first to be a good partner. Yeah, no, I, I exactly. And that became sort of like clear to me. And then like people do like ju- like relationship hop around where they just go yeah. like relationship, relationship. They don't want to be lonely. Like I've been single for now, like technically single, officially single for like a year and a half. I mean, I guess we're for most of that year we were hanging out and stuff, but like. Yeah. I've really so been single not, for, I mean, nah, I don't know, but, but I've definitely been single for six months like yeah. with no, you know, and like, I'm fine being single. Like, in, yeah. unless what I, have you me, learned about yourself? That I actually can be fine on my own. Like, yeah. and, and I'd been on my own. It's not like I was a relationship. Yeah, Cause guy. I was like, you were single for a long time before long that. Time. I remember you would, you know, talk, talk a lot about that in your act, but I, but I wanted a relationship like the whole time. Like, like I just. I don't know because now looking back, maybe the reason I went for all the wrong girls was because I knew that like it wouldn't result in a relationship and that's not really what I wanted. I wasn't Mm. sure. What are the wrong girls? What do you mean? Just like the girls that I knew like I wouldn't – it would never happen with or like be compatible. You know, whatever. Like just – Somebody to just fuck and not date? Or just like even before that, like more innocent than that, like just like – Maybe like I knew deep down that like the girl I had a crush on was never going to like want me. So I wouldn't have to ever deal with actually getting close to someone Mm, or whatever. Because I was always my whole life like I was always like very popular as far as like everybody knew who I was. And I had like nice relationships with people. But I never got like really, really close. Mm. Like to any like. That's what happens when you're nice to everyone. You're close to no one. Exactly. Ouch. There's a real loneliness to it. Like there is a loneliness to it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think. How do you not be lonely? How do I personally not be lonely? Yeah. Yeah. I really think like just like being focused on stand up has really grounded me. Mm. Like it's made me more like it's helped with like it's almost like in some way like a substitute for meditation, like being Mm -hmm. on stage. It's like mindfulness. And it's really helped me become more positive and like not go so hard on myself. And and that I mean I go re- extremely hard on myself like like unforgivably hard on myself and that's something that I've been working on in therapy eight yeah. days a week yeah we're very mean to us <laughs> we're very mean to ourselves at times yeah yeah and so I I needed to like I needed to realize I think I always put women as the number one most important thing in my life like mm-hmm. without question women over everything. But women in general or romantic relationships? Romantic women? relationships, just the idea of women. Like yeah. I just – like if I like really liked you, like you became more important than me in my life. Like, wow. Like it was like that at one point in my life. And now I've seen it shift to comedy is the most important thing in my life. Yeah. And everything else is like second. So like – I'm fine focusing on my career and whatever. And I do want to get married and have kids one day and all that stuff. Um, and I am getting – and the other thing I've realized is like I actually don't like random sex as much either. Yeah. Like, I mean, I like it. <laughs> my DMs are open. However <laughs> – I'm a fucking guy. I like I it. I mean, I'm a dude. I like dick, bro. What else you want me to focus on? <laughs> um, but I'm not – like it really – like I look at the point now. I'm like, okay. 
I'm going to wake up at some stranger's bed. First of all, I'm probably not making it to the morning. I'm probably leaving before that. Right. Which nice. Which is a fucking dick move, which I feel bad doing. Like, I can't handle even, like, staying in somebody's bed. Yeah, I that hear I you. don't like for all that. Like, I, I want to leave. Well, yeah. But it's un- I don't like doing that I don't like either. it either. No. I feel like a lot of, like, the things that you're saying, like, then you'll present, like, it, 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 it matters to you a lot that people see you as a nice guy, it seems. Yeah. Um, less so than before. Right. But yeah, but I, but I do like the thing is I, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I don't want people to hate me. I, I don't. But the do opposite you, of like, okay, so like, okay, it, it's not it, like, like we were kind of like you're saying it's not black and white. It's like, so the opposite of not everyone's not seeing you as like Eric, the nice guy is not them hating you. No, I know. It's just individually and, getting to know you and having their own opinion about you. And a hundred percent. And also I've gotten better. Like, I don't care. It used to bother me so much if a crowd member didn't think I was funny. Like I genuinely <laughs> a don't A singular care one. One crowd member would yeah. ruin my day. God, that's, I, it's so yeah. funny. I hear comics talk about that so often. I'm like, what is everyone in the audience enamored with you? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, what yeah. does it ever it, happen? It rarely happens. Never. And also, I don't look at everybody. You look at everybody in the crowd. Not as much anymore. I'm more yeah. focused on me, but Good. I used to be. Like, I actually like if people hate me a little now because um, yeah, I come you over want to the dark passion. Side. <laughs> like, like, the worst is indifference. There's nothing yeah, worse than somebody just being like, he was there. She yeah. was there. Like, it was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah. whatever. That, like, be like, oh, that guy's a fucking asshole. Beautiful. Yeah. I'll yeah. take it. <laughs> Good. Because you made a Hell mark. Yeah. Yep. You got it. Because at least, you, at least you're eliciting some sort of emotional response, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, whatever yeah. it is. So, yeah, I'm not as concerned with that anymore. But people in my life, like, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Like, that, that's that been a very important thing for me. Like, How does it feel when you hurt someone's feelings? It, it feels bad because, like, I, I, do, I am sensitive. Like, yeah. So, but so, you're sensitive to to your reputation. Not, not even reputation. I don't okay. want somebody – I don't, just don't want someone to feel bad. Okay. But in life, you're going to have to sometimes – sometimes to set your own boundaries, you're going to have to make people feel oh, yeah. bad. I know. Yeah. And that's like – and that's why I'm choosing to like – like the per- last I, – I haven't had sex now in a month. And so – What a hero. Which is <laughs> – <laughs> I love how much you committed to that fucking straight stone face when wow. you said it, Christina. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, can we just give me a, a quick applause for not having sex for a month? Is that thank you? That's all. I don't, Christina. I don't see you. Cla- thank you, Christina. Get on board. Get on board with this hero. <laughs> I don't feel bad heroic. for you, Eric. No, no, no. But the point is, is like I don't like that was rare for me. Yeah, like, yeah. I used yeah. to just, but now I'm like, am I gonna? Lead somebody on and walk out on them in the middle of the night. Obviously, they'll say, but oh, I probably won't say. I mean, they might not give a shit that you do that. They might the thing not, is, everybody's different. Exactly. Yeah. So, so you have to be like, especially when you're when it's dealing with like romantic shit and sleeping with people. Like, yeah, I think you have you to be at least mindful. be sensitive towards yeah, you know, what's going what's going on because we've all been on the shitty end of that. And yeah, it sucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it feels awful. So, how are you meeting people? Are you meeting people on apps? Because I can't imagine Never like how been on a dating app. Okay, so a really just man. out in the wild. Stage on comedy, people hit hit on you after shows. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys want to hear my Madison Beer story? Sure. Yes. Okay. Do you know her? Wait. Yes, I do know her. Madison Beer, singer, uh, influencer. Yeah. uh, uh, One of the no created. Well, I mean, I think she goes back back and forth. I can never remember, but goes. uh, Also, Justin Bieber was like helping produce her. Yeah. uh, So Justin Bieber, uh, like, founded her or whatever, like retweeted her or something, and she got this huge fan base. She causes a a lot of trouble online too. Does she? Yeah. I didn't know that. So she's at. In she, a fun way. Yeah, the, well, sometimes in a way that's not good, but. <laughs> yeah. But we all, again. Yeah, of Rather course. get hate than indifference, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I was doing this private Jewish 
gig in Long Island uh, nice. two weeks ago or whatever. Money, money, money. And it, it was, yeah, it actually wasn't that much money, but like Damn. I was told like, all right, there's going to be like, a, you know, you know, this point in your life where you, and we were talking about that gig you did in Vegas, I yeah, think, yeah. Christina, uh, right? In uh, Miami. Miami. The Bitcoin where, conference. Where it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like some gigs at this point, right? Where we're, we're established working comedians. Some gigs are for the money and mm-hmm. others are for the opportunity, right? Yeah, and, sure. And you get, and the jackpot is when both collide, yes, right? Yes, of course. Which, how often are those? But anyway, um, so I did this one where I was like, I, I, I pull up, it's a country club in Long Island, Jewish country club, all Bentleys and Cadillacs in the driveway. Yeah. Like not even like, like the guy who had the Benz is like the, the broke one who was like ashamed to come out of the house, you know, yeah, it was like yeah. that kind of crowd. And I go up, did 20 minutes, awesome crowd, felt great about it. Um, got off stage and I'm walking out and this like gorgeous girl comes running up to me and she's like, Hey, I just wanted to let you know you were hilarious. And I was like, Oh, thanks. I really appreciate it. I was like, she's like, yeah, my dad, she's with her dad and her grandma and somebody else. Uh, my dad saw you on the tonight show and he like loved your set or whatever. And I was like, Oh, cool. I was like, that's so nice. You know, whatever. And she goes, uh, she goes, yeah, I'm a big comedy fan and all this stuff. And I was like, okay, cool. I was like, we should go for a drink sometime. And she goes, um, she, she so I I was joking around with a girl in the front row who was single, just like flirting, flirting, you know, joking around. And she goes, "Oh, aren't you with that girl? Like her name was Brooke or something." She's like, "Aren't you with Brooke?" And I was like, "Oh no, we haven't like made it official yet, you know. So you should like scoop me up before she does or whatever. Just like mm-hmm. you know, playful, play, play, yeah." And she's laughing, whatever. So I go, "Oh, I didn't want to make too much noise, so I'm like, come out in the hallway with me." So we start talking in the hallway for like ten minutes, and I go, "What do you do?" She's like, "I'm a singer." I'm like, "Oh, cool. What's your name?" She goes, "Madison Beer." I was like. You're extremely famous, and she's like, "Oh, thanks. I just did a world tour, and I'm my my parents. My parents <laughs> be belong humble. to this. Yeah, my parents uh, belong to this country club or whatever. So we uh, so we just oh, came. So to she celebrate came my, from rough beginnings. Rough, yeah. yeah, exactly, Long Island. <laughs> um, but but yeah, so it was cool. And then I go like, and then I I go, Are you dating anybody? And she's like, Yeah, I'm. I've been in a sweet relationship. And I go, Well, if it doesn't work out, we should definitely go for a drink. Yeah, what the fuck? She was hitting on you, and she's dating somebody. I don't. But but the thing is, it's so hard to tell if it was hitting on or she was just like a fan Being of like, my, like playful. It, I don't like, think that. I wouldn't. That's not hitting. I don't. No, no, think. I, 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 I didn't take it as out well. after you. Or it was cat- catching me before I left the room. You know, she really is a comedy fan. Yeah, yeah. she is. She oh, is. She, that's she. Um, but and also I think maybe like if you, like when you're famous, you have more. You feel like you have more pull, like to compliment another artist, which was awesome. That's exactly yeah. what I took it as. I was like, I was like, I'm not taking this as like her hitting on me. Yeah. And I started hitting on her for sure. Oh, okay, okay. But 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 uh, I mean, I'm not. You know, just asked her for a drink. Shoot but, your shot. But yeah, at that point. But you know, it was a nice. We had like a nice rapport or whatever, and she's dating somebody who's fine. And then I posted a. Uh, photo of her and i and just said like thanks for coming to the show madison beer like whatever and then she uh she, she liked it and her mom who i hadn't met her mom wasn't there i guess her parents are divorced and her mom manages her or something Ooh, like that so she's injured too her, mm. her mom her that's hilarious her mom uh commented uh because i just put uh i made a new friend tonight thanks for coming to the show madison beer and her mom commented uh uh she's a great friend to have she's my bestie or whatever and i was like how did her mom find out or see it or whatever i don't right, know but, right 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 but but it was nice no it was a nice moment it was fun She's so wait you nice didn't girl. date that was your madison beer That's story it. okay okay just okay. two weeks ago yeah Oh, so it's fresh. fresh. Oh, I mean, nice. she's she's pretty hot because I, I mean, not to be rude, but I would have been concerned if she was hitting on you. 
that's no, pretty fucked up. No, I don't, I don't know. It's what not based saying. on looks. It's just based on like she's so famous to she's be so like famous, to yeah. be like following a like. It's just it's a, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. something's up. It's exactly, fishy. it's fishy. It, it just yeah. yeah, it would just it's it's just not. It didn't wouldn't seem right. And she's yeah. also a lot younger than us. Twenty three. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. 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 No. It just that that's what it's what what it's about. Oh yeah, she's super hot. Yeah, she's like because like sometimes she's blondish, but she's most times oh yeah she's brown hair. I know I know who she is. Yeah, she's a beautiful girl. Yeah. My God. Yeah, she's she's beautiful. Yeah, but it was yeah. nice. It was a nice, you know, it was a nice bond. Like, yeah, definitely. If a if she's single and she hits me up, we're we're going out. Go but, for the uh, mom. Shit, mom's pretty. Go too. for the fucking mom. Oh mom's yeah, mom's hot too. too. Matt, Madison has her own career going on. She, she can't be. <laughs> I think her mom manages her. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but you could you could sidetrack that. Yeah, oh, momager. Wow, what up? that's a hot mom. Madison, I'm, Madison's the only one I'm going for in the Madison, family. Madison, you're going to be my <laughs> stepdaughter. That's you it. know what? You're, yeah, you're like I want I've, the best. I've ruled out the family other than Madison. We're that's not, wow, what a brave hero there. you are. See? That's Look amazing. That. Really, my just... heroic acts just keep coming. Right? Wow. Just... <laughs> wow, 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 wow. You really are ethical. <laughs> so what what have you learned about yourself in terms of like what your parents divorced? has done to you um i think it i think i really am good at like I, i've mastered the art of like distraction and mm-hmm. i think i just distracted myself just with like humor growing up that like i i didn't realize how hard it was for me to actually commit to yeah. a relationship to someone who's amazing and the only reason i That's stayed crazy in it, because commit you were in the relationship for six years but i kept seeing it as like am i gonna do this for the rest of my life or not okay you know isn't that exhausting to think that the whole time you're in a six-year relationship it wasn't the whole time the first few years i was just like we were just in a relationship really good relationship and um and it was really fun and everything and i like really obviously cared for her deeply and then once her friends started getting married and she started putting pressure on me to do it is when i started to be like I started freaking out. Yeah, so you were I like splitting my whole from her eyebrow a out. We were coming back a car ride from Lake George. We went to Lake George for the for a weekend. Uh huh. And we were coming back, and she was like asking me like, "What's going on? I'm like, you're running out of time here." Like, and I got home, and half my eyebrow was out. Aww. I pulled my whole eyebrow out. Oh, grew back. They said they don't grow back, but it grew back. It wow, back. mine didn't. Um, really? You have good eyebrows. Uh, well, they're drawn on. So my mom oh, with tremors yeah. waxed them off when I was in eighth grade. Oh, no. And they don't come back. They didn't come mm, back. Not mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were huge. They're probably as full as yours. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't think you need eyebrows as full as mine. Thank you, yeah, Eric. I think, Thank I think you. you're doing quite well. Thank you very much. I appreciate <laughs> that. Points, points, points for Eric. Um, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I have a problem with like, because with like the running out of time thing it also from like a a woman's perspective it puts all the ball completely in the guy's court like i mean you can be like pink and ask and the the singer and propose yeah yourself what what, what would you have done if she proposed to you i'd have been like can i can i propose to you oh yeah that's what you so wait it would have tricked you into proposing (laughs) to her so this is the answer i I think i would have said no i think i would have said a no to her to try to put the ball back in my court so i could have more time and rejected that she's not gonna say yes to your proposal i don't know she i mean what's the difference between her asking like if if she's having a hard time getting me to propose clearly she's not gonna propose no i mean that's exactly what pink did and, but and the guy she, was she hesitant? proposed to Carrie Hart, and he said yes. And he and the guy but, and they're still together. But was it set up initially was the same way? Was he having way? a rough was time he proposing to her? Yeah, or like was he? Yeah, he wasn't wow. making the move. You know, you know, Pink. She has a lot of masculine energy, and she yeah, was just she like, does. "I'm not waiting around anymore." Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. she proposed. Wow, wow. So that's kind of like putting you in the corner and being like, "Is this is this yeah. happening?" A little bit. 
or maybe that's not what, a corner. It's not. Yeah. He could have said no. But like, so why is it like put? So why is it romantic when a man proposes and then putting someone in a corner <laughs> when a woman's proposing? No, 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 I didn't say it's, it's it's putting someone in a corner when a woman proposes. Proposes. I said that if I'm having if hesitancy and I'm, a, I'm right, but like maybe she didn't know. Like, did you did you discuss at length why you were having trouble proposing? Because I think that would be like some insight into it. Like, it's some guy. It's just like a kind of maybe a scary thing and like to take that leap and then sometimes you need someone to like take your hand and pull you like yeah yeah no totally but but i don't think it would have i think it just would have cut it quicker like Mm. i don't think Mm. it would have like yeah i have no i'm not i'm not pro-marriage so i'm not you're not you're anti-marriage uh i'm not anti-marriage but i'm not like a woman who's interested in getting married so i don't have any like this is not like personal to me but i i do i but what i do see and have thought a lot over the years is like in a society where women are doing so much for themselves we still really are waiting for men to propose to us um and and making it like your guys's decision and that right. i think is a little bit a, a yucky way to start a relationship yeah, yeah, but it's still your decision at the end of the day because you say yes or you say no even if the guy proposes but the waiting like it's like we we literally we literally wait for you yeah. to ask right waiting yeah you're so. right it's a lot of wasted I, time I, I agree with you yeah. i agree with you and by the way if that had happened maybe we wouldn't have been at Maybe we would have cut two years off the relate. Like, who knows? You yeah, know yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like for, for especially for women who want to have children, uh, time is a lot more valuable. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you are fighting against your biological clock. Every birthday she had killed me. Oh, like, like, did it kill her too? <laughs> I don't know, but like, I was like, I was very aware. Like, all right, you hmm. got to make a decision, dude. You can't keep doing this, and I was like tortured. And you, by did it. you ever talk about it with her? I talked about it to you her as much silently. as I felt comfortable to, which wasn't. I was all a partner. You should be able to talk about. I yeah, know. that right there all kind the of says like that's probably not the person for you if you can't even talk about like a serious part of the relationship with them. But I think I was just ashamed in how I was feeling. Yeah. Okay. But, but you didn't open up to her about it. You just kind of kept it inside. I kept it inside, and then yeah. I opened up to my therapist about. Which is good. I mean, you should would, open up to your therapist about stuff. Were you in therapy while you were in the relationship? No, I was. I w- I had seen like like different therapists. This is what I realized. Like, I think everybody, and I feel very strongly about this, should be in therapy. Mm-hmm. However, you need to be with the right person. Mm-hmm. It's sure. just like dating. Yeah. Like I had you a lot of the bad therapists and got turned off to therapy. I was like, this sucks. I had therapists who told me I have to get married, which is like. How the fucking fuck? unprofessional is that? Was that like a religious therapist? No, it was like it was like this dude who like I actually used to have a joke about how my mom and I had the same therapist. I thought I, the joke was like I was like I was like who are you working for? Because he would like tell me to get married or whatever. Like, uh, so I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but he he I remember he blatantly said that he goes oh yeah you got to get married and I was like oh I think I you, don't think that's how the this tone works. changes it though guys. So see, if he said you got to get married, kind of like that to me makes it seem like he thinks it's a like a beneficial thing. He wasn't like you have to get married. No, 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 no of course. But he was what's like the you got to get married. Big difference, I think. What's the difference? I think he's stressing the importance of a partnership and a and a committed partnership, maybe. And also, I I, I think part of therapy that we don't therapists are also humans, and like you, just as much as your therapist has to learn your biases, you have to learn your therapist bias, and that there's some things that they're not going to be able to kind of um, therapize in Uh, quotes properly because they do have an inherent bias. And and I I know my therapist bias, and I and I just kind of let those topics roll past and go. I'm going to have to deal with those with somebody else okay. like no one can be an expert in that's no, too much to ask no, of somebody. for sure but but if i'm telling you my fears and the things that are like hurting me and scaring me yeah you can't just say 
oh, you got to get married. I think that was a bias in yeah. like that your therapist had an enjoyable experience with marriage or was something that he was looking forward to yeah. and let his bias right. seep into his, seep into right. his professionalism. Right. Which which right, look at looking under that lens, I guess like it kind of makes sense. Totally. But my therapist now who I love to death, she she really makes gets me to ask the questions and mm. sort of answer them. Occasionally, I'll be like, "What do you think I should do?" Occasionally, yeah. and she'll be like, "Well, I think," but she won't give her opinions right. like that. She'll let me come to mind because the thing is, is like you all, we all kind of know what we should be doing or have sure. to do, and a lot of time it's just scary to do. And yeah, you want to have a support group Let's around support, you to, yeah. to push you or to do it, but we all kind of know. So I think I've become much more mindful, letting her like not tell me what to do because yeah. my whole life I'm like what should I do with this girl what should yeah, I do yeah, here? Yeah. Should, I, like should I hit her up you should I... make the decision yourself is exactly. what you should do exactly. yeah I understand that it's easier to pawn it off on somebody else to be like yeah. what do you think because everybody's going to have an opinion the second you ask somebody what should I do they will tell you how about comics anybody how many fucking when we were when we were really young comics starting out in the game yeah. you would have taken advice from anybody yeah. in yeah, comedy sure. yeah 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 Anybody up until like four, three months ago, I was like that with anybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was, and I realized, oh, I'm giving my power away by asking everyone what I should fucking do. Exactly. What I should fucking do is shut the fuck up and sit with myself and make the decision for myself. Also, this is the and thing. That ask people I, their I, this is the thing that I think we've we've. I mean, for me personally, is when I recently started realizing this. I don't know when you guys had this realization. You said, but I'm like, I'm a veteran now. Like, yeah, I've been through it. Yeah. I've auditioned at clubs. I've auditioned for oh, things. Yeah, I've done yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I've done that. Like, I don't have to ask everybody their opinion because I've lived through it. I've yeah. done it. So it's like. You have clout. You have exactly. experience. I also what works for other people, especially in a in, in such a personality driven uh, career like comedy. It's just yeah. it, we're going to have to kind of. There are some things that are true for everyone, but there's a lot of things that are true for some people based on your your personality. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And like I, I, you know, like a young comic, I'm like kind of like mentoring a couple of comics now. I'm like one of them called me the other day and he asked me my advice on something and i go i I, basically my advice is just this like do whatever feel right feels right for you yeah it's it's not it's pretty much the advice for everything every person in every situation totally whatever you feel is right yeah yeah yeah. well and and if you if you grew up not trusting yourself or you grew up uh isolated from yourself because of you know xyz like a parent or something like that uh kind of like pushing you away from yourself then yeah it makes sense but then eventually you realize oh it's just me and me it's right. me, myself, and I. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you want out of a relationship? Right now, um, I, I, and I, I feel so. I, I said I've been like pretty firm on this stance where it's like I'm gonna be single unless something like really blows me away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think sort of part of that is like complement each other's lives, and I have no time for negativity anymore. I've actually chopped, like I've, I've. I, I feel like I'm like a CEO of my own life and I'm like chopping out friends. Like, like I've literally mm. made cuts recently and I'm sure you guys have Yo, also, right? Oh yeah. I and love making cuts. Making cuts is the fucking I best. I don't, but it's good, I guess. Dan and marketing's gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> Got the X. Yeah. We're getting rid of the whole PR department. It's so hard to make it. cuts though if they're like other comedians or if, you know, mm. in, a, in a world of social media. I mean, yeah. it's like you have to leave the block. Literally like leave them on red. Well, no, but it's like what are, making cuts with people that you're not like in a fight with. You just oh. like, don't want them around. Yeah, Most of my that. cuts are not people that I've gotten any kind of fight or altercation with. It's just like, I just don't like them anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was I a know. comic, yeah. there was a comic at, at the club the other night that I, I used to be really close with and that I'm not close with her anymore because it's just ne- negativity. Exactly what yeah. you're saying. I'm like, oh, I don't have to be here. But it wasn't like a, for- it wasn't worthy of a formal, I don't want to talk to you anymore. So we just faded away and I saw her 
at the comedy club. I'm like, oh, hey, what's up? And she goes, hi. I'm like, okay, see ya. And I'm like, oh, that's why I don't like you. Yeah, got it, yeah, got it, yeah, got it, yeah, got it. Yeah, exactly. I am very, uh, feel good at my decision. And the other thing, Christina, is like, is like, you don't have to, you know, I was always a person who just wanted to get along with everybody. Right, and, I used to and, be like and, that. And that was really important to me for yeah. most of my life. And what I started to realize is like, toxic you don't positivity. have to. Yeah. Toxic, wow, that's a great way to put it. Is that yeah. a real, uh, is that a coin? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't coin it, but like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, well, well, when you, when you said I'm cutting out all negativity, to me, that made me think of pox, toxic positivity because, but, but I'm thinking of like, in terms of like facing the music and facing like the truth that you don't want to face. Um, but yeah, like when people in your life are just fucking downers and they bring you down, like, yeah. ugh, bye, see ya. Yeah. I used to have like my buddy, my buddy growing up, he was one of my best friends for 20 years. He's just gotten, first of all, I mean, I think the Trump uh, administration, I think, has like really put a divide on on us socially, right? Mm-hmm. So like he became this like- Trump fan? I never, the never guy never talked about politics one That's, time his entire life. A lot of life. them are like that. Never had a stance All on the anything. Neither did Trump, so For they have that in there common. There you go, perfect, yeah. 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 Exactly. Well, this fucking idiot can do it, I can do anything too. But all it was, all it was, what I realized is like, he just gave those like, this like, group of Awful fucking people of voice losers who like who were unambitious didn't work hard didn't try yeah this out they got to just be like fuck mascot. him fuck that fuck this and all of a sudden now you're just saying fuck everybody right because yeah. now he sort of gave them that you know he was their leader for that so it's like it's like he like he would just like shit on like this he started talking about Hillary's Steven emails. Spielberg. Steven Spielberg is washed up. Okay, fine. Washed Steven Spielberg's up? washed up. Fine. So, so maybe he had a bunch of films that weren't as great as his Oscar-winning films. Okay, then he makes a YouTube channel which gets like 15 views and oh, was the worst uncohesive thing ever. And I'm like, imagine you and Steven Spielberg sat down and critiqued each other's work. Mm-hmm, imagine mm-hmm. how that would play out. Yeah, LeBron it's this James false sucks. Ego. The second best player in NBA history sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, LeBron right. James. Like, it's like, can we just give people credit where they deserve? credit yeah. and like not be fucking haters and, and you don't have to feel your own stop getting trying to get your own self-worth through taking other people down it's never going to be sustainable the worst it might feel it. immediately gratifying i guess it must it has to but it'll never sustain anything i know i hate the whole like yeah he's doing this but it's like just he's doing it right you right know? That she's doing be it yeah. that's it like you know obviously we have critiques and criticism for everything but like if we want to look for it but yeah but yeah I, I think trump encourages this neuroses and this false sense of false confidence in in certain percentage of his followers that it's just mind-numbing yeah it's mind-numbing it's just it's awful yeah i mean the trump supporters are worse than him no, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's him. part of the huge reason why i'm not talking to my parents anymore and i probably will never talk to them again Fuck. a big reason is because of their ideals and these false this they they repeat things to me that I've heard him say as if they're but they're not trying to quote him they're just like taking on his mindset and I'm like you are so fucking far gone you are dead to me you don't exist yeah, you are not who you were because you've 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 engulfed yourself into this other person's personality it's disgusting yeah yeah yeah, yeah so I, I I'm sorry to hear that obviously. yeah thanks but um but yeah, so he had to go. Um, yeah, and also yeah. lazy getting fired from every job. It's this yeah, attitude. God, yeah. It's this attitude. It's this fucking attitude. And like, I'm not yeah, like, it's like their you fault. Have, you have and to it's save capitalism's yourself. fault. Every, and yeah. everyone's Everybody's trying fault. to get Everybody you down. And it's like, it's just like, no, the, the common factor here is you. Yeah. Any therapist will say that. Like, it's just like at a certain point. And, and, and that's like kind of what this, you know, show is about too. Like, so if I, I'm constant, if I'm constantly in a relationship that I, I don't like, well, the comment there is me. Like, mm-hmm. you have to tell, yeah. 
yeah, you what have do to I have take to look a, at? You have to take a credit for your faults. So. Oh yeah, of course. Just like, but that's the thing. It's like I was always like so hard on myself, sure. And, and I've and I've worked on that and become less hard on myself. But I like that I initially had that instinct because yeah. at least I'm taking responsibility. Well, it has to be a balance. Yeah, right. you have exactly. to be honest with yourself. Have to be honest is, with yourself. Is above everything, honest. It's yeah. hard because really how do you hard. know if you're being honest with yourself? Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you know, you're like, oh, I, like, just, I you realize to make you're being me safe okay. with yourself. Right. And you're like, oh, that's not honest. Fuck. I know. I know. Sometimes you, and then sometimes it takes a little while. There's like a window period. It takes from the realizing that you're probably not being honest to actually yeah. admitting that you're like, even uh-huh. that sometimes takes a little while. You yeah. Know? Or so if you're like, like, I don't think I'm being honest with myself. And your friend's like, nope, you're not. And you're like, I don't know. I won't go that far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't go that far yeah. yet. I can say it. I'm not ready to see it yet. You can't say it. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think, so, so anyway, I'm, I'm cutting all those people out. I'm just trying to, you know, I'm trying to like be positive and be around people who are like, yeah, like-minded. You yeah. Know? That's good. Oh, well, I, okay. So speaking of parents, I mean, we need to get the, into this relationship with your mom. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. That's so mommy issues. Uh, so, yeah, Me you're too. very you're very close with your mom. As you call, I've, I've seen you on the phone with her. Has uh, she called out, you at this podcast? Oh, my God. Is it oh, she hasn't called you. Many times. Like, yeah, you're oh. on. And I, I oh, see no. you on, you know, doing triggered. doing videos about your mom calling you. So obviously <laughs> your mom calling you is a big theme in your life. So I'm, I'm guessing with the divorce, I'm guessing your dad left and you were at home with your mom or no very close to my dad till the day he died they just oh, my, passed. I'm sorry. my dad no no thank you my dad um my dad was like had a lot of mental problems mm. schizophrenic bipolar all this stuff. oh um, fuck that's two big ones yeah yeah it was two big ones he had the two biggies it's and, hard to uh, bond with somebody like that yeah and he was like as good of a dad as you could have possibly been in that situation like yeah. for a guy who didn't wasn't able to take care of himself really like he was, yeah. he was a good dad um and uh but my mom and him stayed friends till the end i mean really wow. good friends they just they just couldn't my mom couldn't be married to him but but yeah, yeah. because of his mental yeah, issue. Yeah, yeah. okay he was yeah. a really good guy like a, the best guy um, my stepdad um isn't mentally ill but way worse <laughs> Um, oh, I see. So, so that nah, sucks. Nah, he's cool. I mean, I mean, we're fine. <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people <laughs> I forgot we're on air. No, I know. Yeah, he's that happens here a lot. Yeah, well, yeah, but sometimes mental illness, like, not, I don't want to say it humbles people, but it does. It shows them like they're vulnerable. So, like they're trying. They're like when you when you have a parent that's really trying and struggling through mental illness, it's hard to not have heart for them, like to feel for them. Yeah, and it's like when I see these, it's weird. Like when I see these like homeless guys out like walking with no mm. shoes on and shit and like talking to themselves, I'm like, that probably was my dad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like so it got I tr- that bad. I tried. Oh yeah, yeah. He used to. He Aww. really thought he was like Jesus for a while. Oh and, boy, and whatever. Like a lot of shit. Yeah, it was a lot. And um, so that was happening. Like, was he was he able to live on his own? Was he in a facility? I I grew up going like visiting mental hospitals to the point that I was like mm, ranking yeah. them. I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. yeah, this place like doesn't have like yeah, the best yeah. snacks. Yeah. Yeah. So when they got divorced, did he immediately go into a mental health facility? It was my whole life growing up. Like even so, yeah, so they got divorced when I was 13, time. but oh, so, I was five, so six, when seven, they, eight, So nine. your mom got married to him f- knowing these things? She was, and that's what we're talking about with the time clock, like with with women, like she was, she was 38, 39. Oh. And so she met him and she was like, I want uh, kids. he's a nice guy. I mean, like, Eric, yeah, there's yeah. so much comedy here. Um, I know, I know. Comedy I, know. I can't do, right. but yeah. goddamn. But I should do it. I, I have a <laughs> responsibility. Have to do, yeah. Yeah. I, I do I do jokes about my dad but but I actually it's funny like Colin Quinn 
like he saw me do i do a schizophrenic dad joke um which was like is one of my favorite jokes i've ever written and colin saw it and he was like that joke's awesome he's like you have to sit was it true and i was like yeah he's like you have to sit down mm. and like write like 10 pages about yeah. your dad's mental illness and just come up yeah with like, yeah and i was like you're right i'm doing myself an injustice not to and it's one of those things where you know how you like it's have just these so projects. part of your reality that you're yeah. like it's hard for me to see what's funny in it sometimes yeah. i mean just that your mom your mom was so desperate to get married to married a mentally, mentally ill, ill bipolar <laughs> That's how bad women want kids. <laughs> That's how bad, yeah. yeah. That's how bad my mom wanted me. Yeah, it doesn't seem worth it now. Now that you've yeah, met me, yeah. Right? There's but, so oh. much there. Oh my um, gosh. So, but you're very close with your mom. So close. I love my mom to death. Um, she, uh, she, she's very over. The thing that I had to, I had to figure out boundaries with her. Yeah. You know, um, because like we were like still like you know showering together till I was twenty. I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. Um, but I had to figure. I out- honestly believe that for <laughs> I know, a second. That's why I had to clear it up because I feel like you guys would have just went on and be like, oh, so how often that's did you guys shower up, together? Was that? Uh, um, no, no, no. I just had to learn. She would like still call me. Like she still doesn't go to sleep until I'm home. Um, that's like, a little codependent. It's it's too much. But I just now I just I mean she and here's the problem and I think this leaked into my relationship where I got okay with lying. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I knew that my mom mm. was never. I knew there were two options. Well, your parents showed you it's better to lie to me than tell me the truth because I can't handle the truth. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. kind of fucks it up. And I yep. had to reassess all that shit and like rewire my brain to be yeah. like to be like. And now I tell her like she hates that I. You know, I had a day job for ten years, and yeah. so I only recently started doing stand up full time. And like she now I'm flying everywhere and doing you know performing all over the world, and so she's like. Hates it, like little hates it, but I'm like, mom. Well, yeah, it shouldn't affect you. You're not me. And exactly. also, I'm a grown ass man who can take care of myself. Exactly. So, your and faith in my self efficacy is dwindling, and I need that to go higher. Exactly. And like, I told her that I go, mom, I go, you had, you called the shots the first 20 years of my life, whatever. Like, I am doing what I have to do for my career. And yeah. now she's just like, okay. And so I give her the flight numbers and she tracks the flights. Good compromise. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Whatever. Not terrible. Moms love tracking flights, truly. Bye. They're all TSA agents. Yeah, <laughs> she, 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 and then she'll be like, she'll be like, oh, I got worried. The plane started going up. And I was like, I was like, mom, it's a grab. Like, you know, yeah. you, you don't take everything like that, you know, whatever. I was like, where's this guy going? She was like, really like. Well, how, how is it with your romantic life? Like when you were in a relationship, did your mom like butt in too much? She, she knows how to like, she won't like cross the lines as far as like trying to get involved in a relationship like that but she'll like if i don't answer the phone for three hours she'll like text my girlfriend three like, hours or oh whatever. my god see that's triggering to me oh yeah, 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 yeah. And did you say like don't do that anymore yeah, yeah, yeah. she was <sighs> she did it sparingly she didn't like contact her all the time occasionally she would i tried to tell my mom the thing that that i had to learn the most is not to be impulsive because my mom's a very impulsive person like if mm. she feels an emotion she's she's acting on that emotion mm. and i had to really reel it back and like practice mindfulness and be like yeah and now i've gotten to like a pretty rock solid place where i'm like even if like i feel discomfort it was tough for me like even like i remember waiting for montreal like jfl like i did new faces for i guess the second year of nineteen thousand years that i yeah, auditioned yeah. for it and i remember the whole for three months this is we're the talking about the thing. just for last comedy festival for people listening is it it's yeah. not oh, yeah. it's not it's primarily not comedy. comedy fans yeah. Yeah, yeah oh yeah yeah it's just for last comedy festival in montreal and and i remember i auditioned and i had like a great callback at the stand and i remember i was waiting for three months and like i was like months. i would ask like of every other comic if they heard when they heard whatever it's like yeah my, and now i'm just like i don't give a fuck man like yeah. I, i'm not supposed to know what i'm not supposed to know and like everything i know is revealed to me when it's gotta 
that's when a good. Gotta, that's my mon. That's like my main mantra that I say to myself because that really that. cures anxiety. Yeah, because it's hard when you get wrapped up in that neuroses and you go down the 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 slide, the water slide. That's neuroses. It's hard to climb back up. So Woo! hard, so hard. But yeah. that's a great way to put it. I think it's just like if I'm not, if I don't know it, I'm not supposed to know it. Yeah, and uh, and at least not yet. And and so, there's strength in being calm, not knowing. Yeah, there's great strength. It's great. In that. Yeah. I think like I think like living with some discomfort and not impulsively acting on it yeah is power yeah that yeah, is yeah. the power yeah yeah you know for sure and so, so does your mom want it really want you to get married she really really wanted me to marry my ex and and oh your ex specifically do you know that i oh my god this story god damn it uh-oh okay so i got caught with that th- sex thing yeah. in september okay, okay? My girlfriend and I still had three months on the lease. We were in the apartment till Damn. the end of December. Okay. She went to go to her mom's. She hated me. We weren't talking for like a month. Then she decided to come back. And I said, I was living there for a month. And then I said, I'll go to my brother's place. You keep the apartment. I'll pay the rent. Like, you know, obviously I fucked up. Like, yeah. I'll mm-hmm. pay the rent. So, okay. So Thanksgiving. Okay. Her and I hook up for the first time again. Mm. right before thanksgiving and obviously incredible sex yeah Obvi- like you know the mm-hmm. yeah i we haven't seen be doing in a while yeah, we shouldn't yeah, be yeah. doing sex oh my god we shouldn't be doing sex <laughs> we shouldn't be doing <laughs> we sex, shouldn't sex. be doing sex sex is the best oh, that's so oh, annoying oh, it's, it's <laughs> so the fucking, fucking be- it's the fucking best so we have is amazing and then two days later i find out i have covid okay so now I have to tell her she can't go home to be with her family on Thanksgiving. I'm like, fuck, how much worse can I keep ruining this girl's life? I mean, we had the vaccine I mean, by then. She, yeah. she could have tested. Yeah. She no, it was, it was, she it was 2020. It. Oh, okay. Right. It, oh, okay. Was, it was like in the when heart. No, when no one knew anything. So yeah. just being exposed. Oh, I see. I see. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, fuck. So. Yeah. Oh, we my, didn't test them. You so know. I'm living. Yeah. You can't go around the old people. That's yeah, yeah, problem. exactly. So, so I, so she now says, "Oh fuck, I gotta wait for the results back. I can't go home." So she's alone on Thanksgiving. I'm with my brother. Okay, mm. my mom still thinks we're together and living together. Mm. My mom, remember, our lease ends in December. So mm-hmm. at this point, it's already been decided like we're not gonna live together again. Right. Whatever. We'll see what happens in the future. But right now, let's break. My mom decides to surprise us with an apple pie on Thanksgiving. And that she delivers or that a, a man that she, delivers? She delivers herself. Okay, that's a problem. Uh-oh. What and, was she doing on Thanksgiving? And what – she? I mean she was probably like – I think they did something in the afternoon but maybe okay. like towards like nighttime or whatever. She, she goes upstairs and sees my ex sitting on the floor because there's no furniture there and is like, what's going on here? And yeah. she's like, what do you mean what's going on here? We, we, we broke up. What? Mm. Yeah, your Calls son was me. sexting somebody else and lied. Yeah, the whole thing. She Tell said that to your mom? Pretty much. Damn. <laughs> pretty I mean, much. if Gangsta. I were your girlfriend, yeah, I would too. Hell yeah. And Why I would she? relish in that. Why wouldn't she? Yeah. And then uh, and then my mom called me and like my mom's like crying over the phone. Like for so many reasons. <sighs> your You're mom went through a breakup too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She went through a breakup too. She loves her. Like my mom became so close with her. Like, yeah. you know, there was, it was a loss for the whole family. And um, – and, <laughs> 
and just and just my mom's like, I'll never trust you again. I can't believe oh this. Oh my god, you hurt me. How could you be such a liar? You hurt me. Yeah, yeah. The you were dating thing. your mom. I do like the part where she turned her back on you immediately, though. Real yeah, feminist. Jesus. I know. No, no. My mom. Real my feminist. Mom, my mom did not Mrs. have <laughs> my back one second of my relationship. Nice. With my ex. Wow. Not a single second. That's so not like a Jewish mother. I know. Yeah. Good on and her. That, and that's what. No, no. Because my mom. My mom sees things clear. Like she, she'll, she'll able to know. She knew it was my fault. She used to tell. <laughs> She used to tell her, she'd be like, you should leave my son. That's what she wow. used to say. She's like, she's like, get it. You're waiting too long. Get out of here. You're, you're a beautiful girl. Blah, blah, blah. Like she used oh, to say you're that to her. Too long. Okay. Cause I was like, I was like, if she's saying that the whole time, that's, no, yeah, no, 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 that's no, no, no. a little bit like a year or two, you know, she was like, leave him. Okay. I was like, mom, can you tell her to, can you stop telling her to fucking leave me, please? I've mentioned things to my brother's girlfriends. Yeah. 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 <laughs> why, why wouldn't we be straight up? Yeah. You, know, you know what I realized? Like, it's like, I do a lot of crowd work, right? You, Christina was there. Christina, you were there for my first seller. Um, hosting oh yeah do you remember you your I do friend remember. into town yeah 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 well, yeah i was in the audience that was like yeah, three, you three years ago thank you yeah. i appreciate it i remember i saw christina and i was like yeah i was in the audience i'm like whoa there's some hurt? there's some pretty big people who come to these shows <laughs> <laughs> i was like jesus yeah. christ stack celebrity uh <laughs> crowd here at the comedy cell but but um but I, I do a lot of crowd work and like sometimes like the other night, for example, this is going to all circle back to what we were saying but the other night for example i was i did some crowd i like to go real deep with the audience so mm-hmm. like Sometimes you'll get some shit, right? And sure. so, and so there was a guy who, like, he's been with his girl for like five years, and I could tell when I broke. I was like, "Why aren't you guys married yet?" And and I could tell it got like awkward between them. Like the <laughs> yeah. girl, it seemed like the girl wanted him to propose, and he wasn't kind of thing. Yes, yeah, so probably like. And and after the show, one of the comics was like, "Ooh, I think I heard them like arguing downstairs. I think he like caused something." Nice. I was like, "No, I didn't cause anything. What I did was just expedited yeah. whatever it was that there." It. And yeah. like, and that's not bad because like, if you could give, if you could save yourself one year yeah. by getting into this argument now yeah. and not a year from now if it's going to be resolved in the same thing do it now I like that you're not giving back through comedy because of your personal experience <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm projecting my own bullshit on the people who <laughs> can also another, hear it can we do another clap. hero applause for me please for Eric Newman hero wow. Wow. Um, but yeah I don't know so I, wait, I said I was going to circle back and then I forgot what I was circling back to uh, you being a hero, your I think. mom butting in on your uh, your mom finding out that you were yeah. broken up. So that with... was, that was rough. She goes, she goes, I'm not talking to you again. And then two hours later, she's like, Where are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Where's your location? Just give her your fucking <laughs> pin, like drop yeah. or like have it enabled that she could see your location at all times. And she never calls you. Oh my god, no! But then she'll no. Why she'll are you over there? Show up with a blueberry pie? Up. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> every every time she shows up with a different flavor, something bad in my life happens. Wow. The showing mm-hmm. up on. A Announced is one of my biggest pet peeves for anyone. Now, not, Last not, time I saw my mom, she showed up unannounced. Yeah, not just family. Yeah. I've I've yelled at boyfriends for showing up unannounced. I go, you don't live here. This is yeah. This oh, is not your a, home. Mm-hmm. Hell no. Oh, yeah. 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 Hell yeah. no. Yeah. Uh, what have you have you guys ever lived with? Uh, oh yeah, boyfriend, six or? years. I have not, and you I have no. My seven year relationship. I was. We lived together for six years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, good sex can make you go a lot longer than you should. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, Eric, uh, this has been great. Uh, this has been a great conversation. We've, we've wrapped up, but I wanted to ask you what... Uh, <laughs> we're what breaking you up with you. Yeah, we're breaking up. But <laughs> no. what would you like to promote? What do we want to push? Where can we so, find more of you? Okay, more of me. I have a Crowdwork special out called But Enough About Me. It's on YouTube. Nice. Um, and it came out uh, nine, ten days ago. Nice. So Congrats. Please, thank you so much. And then uh, on Instagram and TikTok, I'm at I'm Eric Newman. So. Lovely. Amazing. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure talking to you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. This has been Guys We Fucked, the anti-slut-shaming podcast. We will talk to you next Friday. Yeah. Bye, guys. 
Guys We Fucked is presented by Luminary. Created and hosted by Corinne Fisher and Christina Hutchinson. Editing and music coordination by Mike Coscarelli. Theme song by Rob Patterson and Jake Cozen. Suck my wet ass pussy. <laughs> Christina said to cut that before, but now it's in there. Yeah, let's keep it. Who cares? This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp.com.